All right, people. That was way too loud, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I've yelled at you, um, welcome back to the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Will Beatty. My man, Rob Tibbins. What's up? And uh, tonight we have uh, a newly acquired friend of mine, uh, Mr. Ricardo Lopez. Greetings. That's yeah, I don't think that's the first time somebody said greetings. I think, a, I think you're right. I like that. That's pleasant. Yes. Ricardo or Rico. You like when people call you Rico? Certain people, yes. People that I don't know that just start saying it out of nowhere because other, because the people that I know say it. I I was one of those people. Like I was one of those people. Yeah, but I apologize. Like, you weren't though because I felt your good energy right off the bat. Like I felt like I walked up to this guy and I was just like I could talk to him. So I just started talking to him. And what do you know? I could talk to him. The good thing about Will is I think I feel like you can talk about a lot of different things, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a good person to be able to talk to. I've seen a lot of things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know the things I've seen. You don't want to go down that route. <laughs> a lot of history down that route. But, um, yeah, um, Rob, uh, how, how, how have you been doing now? How's life been going for you, man? Well, it's been good. Uh, just kind of actually not too busy lately. Got a job this week. That's always fun to see how that goes, uh, you know? Yeah. You know, I've been not working for a while, so I'm back in the employment thing. So we'll see how that goes. That's interesting. It's two different existences. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I was, it was lucky enough to do some things that at least – pay the bills until this point but at this point it's time to to get back in the saddle i guess is what they say so hopefully it's you know goes smoothly yeah man and uh one thing i wanted to say before we got too far along if you're listening in and you like what you hear make sure to subscribe to the channel and also like the like the podcast too if you can please i need to we need to start i need to start saying that i guess because i forget about it and it's. I think sometimes people forget that they can subscribe or like the, like what they if they like what they hear. They can like it. I'm glad you handled that because I don't. I I, I wasn't thinking about no kind of shit like that. <laughs> 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 like, oh wait, wait, wait! Subscribe. Well, you know, yeah. you like it. Don't I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to get us from like three million don't subscribers to like six million. I'm trying to double us up. Man. So you know, all these millions of people. Yeah. To know that I'm adored by that many people is just... Well, oh, I think man. you're bringing them in, man. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of me. Working my way up to the trillions. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we need on a the, trillion fans. Right now we're on that... Uh, in in Pod, Podbeam, we're on like that low, low, middle, low level. We got to get to that like king level. <laughs> you know? We're low level podcasters. Yeah, well, that's all right, though. That's... Uh, Shout out to all the low-level podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why we got to get the people, to, the people that enjoy this to subscribe. Every time you subscribe and you like the video, that that helps us out. So, Rico, you know, we, I, we just met not too long ago. And, uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to 
to know just like a little bit about your life like you know what were what were some of the things that were kind of like formative uh, to to you now Rico's a beautiful soul you know I don't get to thank say you that. I don't get to like there's a lot of people like when I met when I met him I told like the first day I met him I told him <laughs> I told him like we don't really belong here like <laughs> you know what I mean like we we were on a particular wavelength and. Everybody else is just looking at it like, I don't know. These like, guys are weird. Yeah, we're, we're weirdos. <laughs> oh. I, but that's cool. I'm a weirdo. I'm a, I'm a bastard. Uh, <laughs> you I, know, I don't got no home. I enjoy the being the weirdo, honestly. Yeah. I mean, usually, when I'm at any workplace, I'm the weirdo, so that's fine with me. Uh, it's, I'd much rather you think I'm a weirdo than just like one of like one of. One of the guys, like I only, mm. you know, like I don't. But you gotta let your weird light shine bright so the other weirdos can see. That's true, and that's that was the thing. Like I, you know, I I heard him say he said he said peace and love when he got off the phone, and I was like, oh, there's nobody else who works here who would ever get off of the phone and say something like that. So, uh, you know, that's when I. <laughs> That's how I knew. I was like, oh, man, like, that's a different communication because, like, most of the dudes, you know, we work with, we, like, they think it'd probably be appropriate to, like, just get off the phone and be like, oh, yeah, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, be like, yeah, yeah. Right. Whatever. Eat yeah, shit, dude. Eat shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, the, get off the phone with somebody. It might be the last time you talk to them. Like, <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> you, know, you know? But, um, yeah, you know, um, some people, I think, you know, I've seen you go out of your way to raise the vibration of the place. Um, you know, I try. You know, you try, you know, and it can be hard some days because it's like, I don't know, you know. It's, it's Everybody the, else is, uh, it's, it's the energies are doing their own thing. I hate how work is like, like a... Uh, it's like a dick measuring contest. It's like a com- it's a continuous. I dick call it. I contest. call it swinging it's just, dick. It's just, it's just people, just trying to outdo somebody else. To like to look good, like I don't even know. Like it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. When I go to work, it's not so much like I'm just a competitive person in everything. That's but that's natural. Not you're not really in competition with other people though. You're in competition more with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm talking about people when they start to be in competition with each other to like move up to like they don't like you don't understand the fallout. <laughs> but um, they start to cons- conspire against each other, but like act cool with each other yeah it's, it's a weird, weird thing it's weird to, to especially watch and work around yeah, it's, it's like high school it's yeah. like it's like they're still in high school and they never left it's, it's weird i know he picks up on it i pick up on it because we're both like really like empathic people and um like we pick up on those kind of energies and um yeah it's just really strange to like it's almost kind of like <laughs> almost kind of like a movie like because it's like you know the backstory but you watch people talk as if that's not real and happening like they're, like, like they're talking about like some like 
to like random shit. Like, but meanwhile, they're like trying to like do the other person in. Like, it's like it's weird. Like, it's like what is what is this? It's like, a soap opera. I, it is this work politics is hilarious to me because i don't ever get involved you know like in reality that was I don't the get first time in i ever heard anybody say work politics i like i like that describing, work politics it's describing the, all that stuff at it's work the political, it's po- political yeah. that's how like all that shit kind of like started and it turned into like once the trump defect came it like just turned into now that's what the trump stuff is you know it started little at like work and stuff mm-hmm. and it wasn't politics but then all of a sudden when trump then that whole political presidential race, for some reason, it just heightened to, like, I feel like it did. Maybe I'm, maybe I, it wasn't, but that's what I felt like. I mean, when I mean when I when I when I say work politics, I mean more or less like not so much people's political affiliations, but people's like um, own wants to get higher in the in in the business. You know what I mean? Like mm. to get to a different level, and in in doing that, it's similar to people trying to get elected and things like that. Like they're trying to like get elected by their boss, so they're like running this campaign. Well, you know, this dude can't do this, and you know, he did that, and you know, they start like throwing mud at each other and stuff like that. Like it's a it's a it is a political structure. Like it's meant to uh, you know uh, get kind of the person who can conspire the best to the better position <laughs> you know that even if they have to like cut people's throats and shit. <laughs> that's the crazy part <clears throat> that's why it's just i just sit back and watch it it's 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 entertaining to me it is funny it's, yeah, it's entertaining it's annoying though it's annoying but it's entertainment because it's like <laughs> just like politics in our own just government. like politics in reality politics is nothing but uh, some sort of entertainment. It's an entertainment that, that people believe in. Yep. It's just like, oh yeah, here's my, it's it's just like like if you like if you attach like your favorite football team like their winning of things, like if you attach that to somehow like something that can better all mankind, like you know like just wait till these Steelers win, like it's gonna be monumental. Like it's similar to that in the sense that you get behind these this team and sometimes irrationally think that um, there's more riding on it than there is. Because in reality, no matter who is elected, we still live in this. Right. And this has always been the issue. It ain't really never been the person, because the the person you know people change. The president mm-hmm. always changes, but does the situation? Does what's going on around like the actual life that people are living like is it any better? I think the average person would probably say no. Like, just be like, yeah, yeah. Like, what if they don't even know? They just think they know. What do you mean? It's mind control. You can get people to believe whatever you you want them to believe. Programming. Well, that's why I guess in some ways to just you just. Here, here's an event that you can uh, worry, worry yourself with, and it's time-consuming, and get out of our hair, and we can do our stuff, and you're worried about all this stuff, and some other stuff on top of that, and what what's anybody going to do? 
It's just messed up. It's, yeah, well, all, it's all lies. Yellow vests. <laughs> well, I mean, we can. Vest. It's an actual thing. We can do that. We can. But no one believes in it. Takes a, it takes us a, a whole lot of unity for stuff like that to happen. Yes. You know? And so we have to... I don't. I think we're pretty far away from that kind of unity. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we but yeah, you know, the, I I remember, you know, when we were talking, he said something. Yeah, I was like, man, that sounds like the documentary I watched. Um, when I watched the uh, the knowledge of the forever time. Love that documentary. You know, watched the whole entire thing. And I did. You know, I really I watched. I, I think I, I watched every single one except for the last one. And, uh, you know, I thought it was a really good documentary from the standpoint of... Because I think of it as one big documentary, kind of. It's just in parts. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, um, including, the you know, the... Con- well, I don't know, that kind They were an one. hour apiece. Yeah. So they were, they were... I guess they're separate, but in my mind, it's just like... It's knowledge of the forever time. Like this is true. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, you know, um, it definitely brought a different perspective. I think to how I thought about, um, you know, human origins. Just you know, wondering how, how long have people been here? Like, very long time. But yeah, you know, and, and you know, once I. Once I knew that you had watched it too, I was like, "Man, that's you know, it was an interesting thing, man. I, I really dig, uh, I really do uh, dig that movie." But, I uh, watched it and looked into it, and it's all facts. I I watched. I didn't watch all. I think I watched five of them. I think because I watched one today, and I I liked. You know, it's like the way it's presented. It's like very professionally done. Like a lot of time, some I of the like stuff, how he breaks it to you. He's yeah. like, "You're you're you're gonna get kind of conflicted here, but yeah. I, I'm telling you, there's nothing that we can do about it. You just gotta accept it. Right. So here it is." He was the most hilarious stuff though. He was like, "Now clutch your heart, yeah. <laughs> for what is about to be shown to you, maybe." May wait, make your eyes weep for days. Yeah, <laughs> but serious though, I look like, at this. I pondered, I pondered on that, on that knowledge, and like I looked into it, and I was like, "Holy hell!" Like, and I meditated on it, and it's a thing. Like these, these places you can go to, you can like, man, it makes sense for like uh, humans that traveled to the cosmos. To be like, well, you know, we would like to gather information aside from water being able to retain information. Uh, I feel like the pyramids were built by humans and like human hands, blood, sweat, tears. And like that's all uh, information that's being stained, for example, on those on that pyramid, I guess other beings in the cosmos have the technology to be able to like take that dna that's being left onto that pyramid and be like well this is all the knowledge that's from these people in these times and like they organize it and us as people on this earth are also able to access that information the acoustic records 
that's a that's a thing thought was it wasn't the one museum that held a lot of the artifacts from egypt wasn't that like uh flooded and i think they lost a lot of that the artifacts and the different information which i always thought was kind of weird too but uh like i remember as being from when i was a kid i was like was always fascinated with egypt like always thought like it's the holy lands just like as far as as long as i can remember you know and it was always like the pyramids and the sphinx and all that stuff and I thought it was pretty interesting because they just had a different perspective than I had heard before. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like the same, like the, the caveman drawings. I'd never heard that perspective, what, like how they felt instead of like owls or aliens, the what they talked about with it being showing the uh, the sun and the sun going being a doorway, a gateway. Yeah, yeah. The, the sun being created from a two dimensional, right, two dimensional space. It just, it, it like forms itself into a black hole, yeah. which in turn forms a sun in the third dimension, like far beyond my comprehension, but don't nobody know what to do. Nobody knows what the hell's going on here. <laughs> no. I'd like to find out. We, I'm down to find out. See, that's the thing, you know, like that's, I think, we, you know, we named this the Hunger for Knowledge podcast. You know, for people who, who have that appetite for knowledge. And knowledge is good to acquire. But at the same time, we have to really also understand the fact that we're not going to understand everything. Like, there there are certain things that cannot be known. Like, just there, there's things outside of probably our ability to comprehend you know what I mean? Like, how could you really explain something that happened in a different dimension? Like, you wouldn't have words for it. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you can't even comprehend some of the things that are probably happening ultimately in reality. And, uh, yeah, it's... I think it's... Uh, I, I forgot I forgot who described it, but uh, in Egypt, they had hieroglyphs of different levels of consciousness. So, like, there was, like, people our height, and then there was people that were, like, six foot tall, seven foot tall, and then, like, eight foot tall, nine foot tall, and then you had uh, giants. And the bigger you the bigger you are re- just represented the level of consciousness that you had, the more information that you were able to retain and uh, understand. Wasn't that something with their headdresses too? Like some of the the uh, like in the pictures of that on the walls and stuff. Oh yeah, how like, many uh, uh, realms or planets that they have? Yeah, not conquered, but uh, been a part of, like a movement, I guess. Been a a queen or a king, right? Been a king of eight or nine eight planets. Or nine. Oh yeah, I do remember him saying that. Yeah. The other thing with the sun too was like I thought it was history where they show the sunspots. Oh, the cold spots. Yeah, yeah. The, the cold spots, and it shows like the shape of the cold spots and how it like integrates into the different pyramids and the sphinx and all kinds of stuff. Like how to even see those the shapes of those spots, then to somehow be able to put that same uh, like the the distance, the measurements, and all that stuff in the inter grade that into like the sphinx and stuff, which is I thought was crazy too. Things that have been here for thousands of years. Yeah. 
Well, so what's the what's the obvious answer to that? Higher intelligence that's only found in a place where there is no distractions, and there's just a different, I guess, a higher frequency than what's because the Earth has its own frequency. Like we are tuned right now to the Earth's frequency, and we can tune ourselves to other frequencies, but we're mainly tuned to this planet. So, like. I feel like when you tune yourself to other dimensions or like other frequencies, that's where you can uh, resonate with other knowledge. Yeah, I think uh, I think that that's really the direction <clears throat> that all of these, you know, all of these mysteries lead to becoming more conscious of your uh, experience here. It's like I think. It's easy to overlook just how, you know, unique your own personal experience can be. And the more that you get into yourself, that seems to be kind of what this is really all about. Like, you discovering yourself as the mystery. Digging through the layers to transform the person... uh, that you are you know into something that you want to be all of these mystery schools and things they they all were really about the discovery of self because that's the hardest thing i think for anybody to learn (laughs) i feel like there is no grand purpose for anything there's just uh what is like how how uh how things work like syst- not a system but like a, a sh- yeah like a structural system you remember how like the matrix like on that on the matrix when the, how the like green letters and numbers look and stuff like that yeah like that's that's kind of what it reminds me of that like, reminds me of dna that does it, it does remind me of that but it I, the reason i say that is because it's like when it's running all those numbers and stuff there's not really a goal in mind. It's just happening. It's just ran- these random combinations of numbers and stuff. Like I yeah. was talking about earlier before we came over here about how I, or when we were outside, and I was saying how it's just like these different universes, different people are just like crashing into each other every day. Like just different universes crashing into each other. And that's kind of like, in that interaction, you know, can you imagine how many different interactions like that are happening in the universe? Like billions. Like there's uncountable things going on right now. That even happens within our own heads. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's uncountable things happening everywhere. There's something happening eight light years away that's just as real, relevant, and you know happening on a cosmic scale as opposed to like you know just like a human scale like you know there's things happening all the time there's just and in that you know it reminds me of like a battery it's just like the chaos the collision of things it's just the friction of life that like kind of like spurs the entire thing Hmm. it makes new things happen you know what I mean like it's uh, that's why I think a Egypt, cause and effect. 
Yeah, you know, I think that's why I think that's why Egypt and a lot of those ancient, uh, you know, civilizations, why they still they seem sort of more sophisticated than us because I think that they were more spiritually sophisticated people. Yeah, I, I think they lived in a world. Not to say that I, you know, I I would never say that anybody's like one religion or whatever was right or anything. I'm just saying that having a connection spiritually, like with the earth, is a particular thing. What if the Egyptians could access their, like you know how much how much percentage of the brain power do they say we use? Ten percent, something like that. Eight or seven. Is that what it is? The average person. So let's say they like. Uh, like somehow were uh, evolved far enough where they were using like fifty percent, right, or something crazy where they evolved that much further. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, what's that movie where the girl takes the drug and and starts using Lucy? Yeah, like at some point, technology doesn't matter. Nothing matters. She's just you know evolving so fast and using so much of her brain power, she can do whatever she wants without technology, without anything. You know, so like, what if it was something like situation where like that, where that like, because you always like always wonder, like I always wonder how the pyramids got made, like that kind of those all those arguments and stuff. Well, what if they just through consciousness somehow could make the pyramids? You know, they move the the instead of like physically with their hands and stuff, they were moving the 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 bricks with their mind or something. You know, that like. There has to, like, what's the explanation of of that, you know? I feel like human beings that are able to travel to space, able to access that knowledge. It's when, because there is no real time in space. Time is only a thing that's, like, on this planet, pretty much, to, like, organize things. So you spend, you, you spend however much time... When you are in space, time is rushed on this planet. So, like, for example, the equivalent of two months, if time was a thing in space, the equivalent to two months in space would be, like, 220,000 years on the Earth. Right? Okay. So, that's enough time for the Earth to be able to do its thing and uh, humans to come back. And there will be a new generation of human beings started over again. So, like, with being able to get that knowledge from space wherever we would get that knowledge, when we would come back, there'd be, like, no structures. There'd be a new race of humans that uh, don't know what they're doing. They're just born onto a beautiful planet, and there it is. And all of a sudden, a... uh, Human beings that look just like them come down and uh, they have technology and knowledge all of a sudden and uh, they could disappear in the blink of an eye. They could levitate. They could uh, transfer their consciousness to other beings without them being able to have that skill. Like, Would you have to go a certain speed in order for time to be going so slow in space that... It was going faster, you know what I mean, like on Earth, you know what I mean, like, you know what I mean, like if you're in space, right, 
I don't know how 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 long it took people to get how long was like a moon mission. Like I don't, I think that that might have took like a couple days or something like that. So I don't know if you know that being you know like uh, close into the like close to the Earth's gravitation. Like I don't know if time is is something that kind of fluctuates with gravitation. I don't. I, I never knew if it was like a if, if a gravitational pull could determine, you know, time or something like that. Would gravity have to do something with the magnetic fields? Well, I, I mean, it, that's I, you know, this is all just stupid dude trying to figure out stuff that's <laughs> yeah. <way too> smart. <laughs> but. I mean, in my mind, it would, you know, things like magnetic fields, like, they do seem to affect the nature of things, like... It could affect our consciousness, how we think of things, so. how, we, how we act, our emotions. <coughs> I imagine, you know, I, I would definitely think that it would have something to do with how, uh, you know, we experience reality. No, I, I listen to this one. Well, <clears throat> we talked about him before, but Cliff High thinks the sun has a lot to do with, like, right now it's going through a cycle, and the cycle it's going through, it, the certain flares is is putting off, is putting people in certain, making them, affecting the way they think of things and their attitudes and their emotions and stuff. And he, like, uh, he he did a video where he put it, like, back in... I don't know when, but like in in Asia, the Chinese went through the same type of thing, and he shows like uh, like the decisions they all made and the, how they reacted to certain things. And he thinks it has a like lot to do with like how the nation is reacting to certain political things. Mm. He thinks it has to do with that too, and uh, but he says it's like he his uh, thing is it's about how the the sun cycles through things, like certain points of. You have more solar activity than you do, you know, and right now it's going through a more dormant time, time period. It's cycling down, whereas not. And I think in those videos that we were talking about, they talk about that too. Like the sun goes through the cycles and it's in the more dormant, you know, it's heading towards a more dormant time. Yes. You know, so, I mean. Not very active. Right. Hibernating. Cliff High actually thinks we're going to end up, we're closer to an ice age than we are a climate uh, the earth getting too like warm yeah situation so that's that's his his thinking so i mean flooding yeah no yeah closer to a, a flooding than or he's th- says he's we're closer to an ice age than a flooding well in his belief he believes the earth is cooling down not cooling up he also believes the earth is expanding so we're going through a a, a time period of expansion so because of that expansion, that's why we're having so many earthquakes and volcanic eruptions and stuff like that, right. you know. And that has to do with the magnetic field, too. Like, the magnetic field is shifting, which causes that kind of stuff. Plate tectonics. Yeah. Well, I don't even think it's a... Everybody in this room, I don't think it's an if with us to, to say, you know... Um, the aliens, you know, are probably observing uh, us and watching the, the humans. Things we're doing. You know, they're they're looking at us, 
and they seriously must think like we're retarded. <laughs> like, like they're like, what? Are, like, hey, what are these people doing? Like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna blow each other up? Like, that really what you're gonna do? It, it's said that we are the worst generation of humans on this planet. We might be the first generations of humans to actually decimate this planet into nothing. Good luck. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't happen, but... I'm pretty sure... But even if it does, do you really think, like, in the grand scheme of things, the aliens that are pulling the strings, do you, do you think they'll let that happen? No. Because, like, Earth yeah. is, like, 80, almost 80-something percent water and... 90%. Nine it, water retains information. Earth is a giant library. I believe of, some of human knowledge for millions of years. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one of my friends asked me the other day, "Why do you think Earth is so important?" And it just it really baffled me. I was just like, "It's a giant library. Like, what other planet anywhere else has this much water with this much species on it?" Like, that's a lot of information. Yeah. That's valuable. valuable. But, like, of the information of the other planets that we know is information we're given. Right? You know what I mean? So, like, there could be another planet that's exactly like Earth. We don't even know. Because we're just that basing. Be the truth is that that's we're basing, probably really what's going on. We're basing it off the they. The information yeah. we get from they. We get the they's <laughs> information. And then... We think, oh, well, yeah, let's look at all those planets and there ain't nothing on none of them. That's a really, that's a, like, that's a really childish. Well, I mean, there world. are, there are pyramids still on the other eight planets in our galaxy. You mean human being, hu- in our Yeah, in our yeah. solar system. Our, our human beings have, have built the pyramids. That's a thing. And they're, they're, they're on all eight planets, but there's no human beings on those planets. I often think, like, is this, like, maybe we, that was Earth at some point. Like, when I'm, at, like, thinking about weird things, like, I'm, like, is it, maybe we've destroyed those planets? Like, at some point, we inhabited those planets, and that's why we see those things, and then we destroyed it, and that's then moved, well, and then yeah, moved okay, to a okay. different planet, yeah, so like, and okay. kind of, like, just, how, just like, killing how planets. View, how I view aliens is the aliens that are in our solar system are the race of aliens is human beings we we inhabit we inhabit that shit now when you like travel through the stargate to other galaxies and stuff like that's where you find the other races of aliens okay um i don't know how it would have started but through messing up all the planets like obviously they're still there we didn't destroy them but uh, we are the worst generation of human beings, so like we might obliterate this planet. So, with that being said, uh, those other eight planets, human beings in itself that traveled to the galaxy, when they do see other human beings messing up the planet, the only way with us being how we are, the only way to fix a planet is to take us off the planet. So, like... In that sense, we would get to go home, right? Uh, to wherever we actually come from, like wherever star system we come from. Uh, 
So that's happened, I guess. On Earth, we know humans have been here for like however long. Like there's cities and highways that are encrusted deep down in the Earth. So like that's just Earth. So like there's eight other planets that like humans aren't on. So like who knows how many times on the first planet we did this, but like uh, it's it's like a cycle, a repetitive cycle that humans mess up a planet. We get taken off of the planet and then we come back to another planet and that planet has a new life. And so we teach that planet. And then with that knowledge, they evolve and then eventually they get to a point where they get too smart and you know they're going to destroy the planet so they get taken off the planet again and uh but there's like there's a like a trick uh humans are able to retain their consciousness so that when they pass on and we could like when we come back we can retain the knowledge of so to say other other planets other lives that other like deja vu you can make that sensible so that you actually know what's going on so yeah when you come back you have the knowledge of your past life so like you can you know things now you know how things were you now can like manipulate things in your in your own uh, favor because you know how they're going to play out because it, it is a cycle it happens and it it never changes like uh, this this whole destruction cycle has happened the same way for who knows how long so do we think that like uh there's a certain amount of aliens or humans at the top that kind of like control that going on that know it's going on and they're kind of just pushing us in different directions you know what i mean i think for human beings that would be god like that's the guy uh for our region of space that like controls everything uh which is actually like a star so like i think that's where he would like originate from it's called god the almighty it's in it's like uh it's located in the triangulum star system is that the one where they they, they took the measurements of the pyramids and the bricks or the stones that made out of the pyramids and that was like a certain distance out went out to there okay and like below God the Almighty is like Yahweh, and then the I forgot what the other star was, but uh, yeah, and it's also located in the Andromeda, where also like uh, they they say that like we we come from the Tree of Life. Mm-hmm. The right. Tree of Life is actually a uh, a constellation, right? Located in in the Andromeda. That's like the triangle thing, right? The, like all that stuff was inside that tri- the constellation well, triangle. No, the, the triangulum is above the uh, tree of life. Okay. But it's in the same, it's in the Andromeda. Okay. Yeah, that like those, when they started coming out with how many stones it was and like doing the measurements, that was kind of like, that was really interesting. Because like so, a lot of the stuff, like I was watching that stuff was stuff I just never heard before. You know, like I'm like... Okay, they like I'm I'm more of a visual person, so I want to see the videos of like stuff people are seeing. You know, mm-hmm. I never looked at it from that different like different standpoints. And I w- watched uh, what's the show on that you we always talk about? 
Ancient Aliens. Yeah. You know, I've watched some of that, those, a lot of those, you know, mm. so I always thought those were kind of interesting. But, like, there's a lot of different, like, good facts in that and, like, you know, think made you think, you know. I think, I think what all of this stuff kind of opened up in people was that there was kind of, like, this sentiment in the world that somehow the things that man has been doing have been the most you know uh they've been the most important thing somehow that has gone on in the universe ever Mm. so man tries to say okay ever since man's been around that's the important time so i think in reality if you think about all communities have like like we were talking about earlier have politics all communities have politics i do not believe that earth is not somehow a part of a galactic community i feel like there are definitely well i think most likely there's people who had communications with things from other places and and, and 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 you know and talk to them you know what i mean like and actually have like discussions and things like that like but it's not how like you and i talk though no but at the same time there is uh like i think somebody owns the earth like i think that there is some there's something somewhere like off planet something that like owns the earth like somebody owns like a dunkin donut you know what I mean? Like, there's like, just that's my planet. You know, like over three hundred thousand years ago, there was a battle for Earth, for ownership of Earth. Between who? Who fought? Oh, many, many galaxies. And it's said that the reptilians are the species that won. That's why they're in our Arctic's, which I don't get because they're cold blooded. <laughs> and that that's the perfect it's the perfect cover-up it makes so much sense just wear hoodies all night yeah just wear hoodies man like, i do i listen to a lot of cliff Hyde because he talks a lot, a lot of different stuff he does cryptocurrencies and stuff but he believes that we are in an on right now we do, we cannot uh we are in an ongoing battle right now with aliens well yeah he thinks that like the the aliens have a way to manipulate our conscience where we don't realize it and that we we don't realize it's going on around us and they have reptilians and different alien species in uh in positions of power and that they're controlling and manipulating everything for for their success and that the 5G like the you know about the 5 that's like the new thing with the with the phones like there's 4G. Oh, okay, yeah. Now they have the, they're rolling out 5G. That's a thing. Yeah. So what? now there's, there's like yeah. five 5G. Well, 5G oh, originated. Wow. 5G was originally originally used that as a tool for DNA. Years ago, that's how for that's what it was originally made for. What? Yeah. Well, this I'm, this is what he's saying. So now what they're doing with the 5G is they're trying to. Uh, they're using it to detect who the aliens are on the planet because the 5G can pre- uh, 
detect their DNA is what he's saying. So now that 5G is rolling out and we're all going to use it. But really, in reality, they're using it for something completely different with what they're telling us. Yeah, that's just way too much like secrecy. Like, you don't like, just be honest so that we can help each other. Yeah, but, they, they don't, but people couldn't hand like yeah, imagine. Yeah. Just oh. think about it this way. Imagine if tomorrow you woke up and they said everything a portion of what we're talking about somehow all comes together and what we're talking about is it like it's on the news and that's what's happening there would be mass hysteria and people would be committing suicide and they would be there would just be chaos because people couldn't handle it that's why they'd kill us before that happens maybe which like i would just be like dude do you need a hug <laughs> seriously like why why would you want to do that man like think of think about what you're doing you're gonna you're gonna take me out because i'm telling people what they need to know well what happened to them when they were younger <laughs> you never know but that's the but that's the number one thing kind of going on here we're all a bunch of extremely traumatized people who never actually deal with most of the emotional baggage that is in our lives we're just kind of instructed to kind of like just put our heads down and toe the line. Just just put your head down and keep going. Just yep. keep pushing forward. Keep it doesn't pushing, matter. Keep pushing forward to that coffin. Yeah. That's like, what just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> your energy needs to be used here. So you better just keep on doing what you're doing. Don't actually pay attention to the real you. Matter of fact, bury that. Bury that person. Bury the real you, make a fake you, and you'll live a happy life. <laughs> well, there are succubuses and succubi, which are, I guess, like, as a creature would be considered, like, demons. They uh, do anything to suck your energy. And they mainly do it, like, uh, it's mainly like females, but guys can be succubi, too. And uh, the main way is through relationships. Uh, they just feed on your energy. Sounds like a vampire. They're, they're energy yes. vampires, yeah. Um, those could be like creatures in control as well. Maybe that's why we're like, Jim, feel the way we do and we feel so uneasy. There's just like uh, some of the people I listen to like have stories. They hear stories of like the elites, right? That have... They, they hire young people to transfer blood, to do blood transfusions, because the elite believe the blood is, you know, getting out there. The blood is going to make them young again. So they hire young people, like teenagers, or not teenager, but like 19, 20-year-olds, and they make, they make them like they're little, like they're like vampires, and they're just making blood transfusions. And, and swapping out their blood every certain amount of time. Is that what the Rothschilds do? Yeah, like the Rothschilds and like people like some those people. The, the, you know, the they. Type, the they. People, the, the they. They're the they. Speaking of them, man, the they. Those bastards. <laughs> Creating. Like Ooh, I'm sorry, I gleeked on your mic. You're good. How do I wipe that? No biggie. It's, it's on the styrofoam. You're fine. My bad. I got a bunch of them. Right. <laughs> You're good. Mike. Um, One, two. How do they like uh, create debt 
and uh, get away with it. Because they have the banks. The banks create debt. Well, they create. They created the uh, the Federal Reserve. Right. So, like, they're the responsibility. They're the ones who created debt. They're trying to take over the world, and they're succeeding. Like, we never had centralized banking systems in the Middle East before 9-11. No. Tell me how somehow after 9-11, we just go in, bomb all their shit, and kill a lot of their people, and then somehow we just have uh, centralized banking in the Middle East. Listen, like, every war needs a villain, and that's how they get it to work. They create villains. They create monsters. And then we have to go take out the monster, Gaddafi. Gaddafi was a guy that didn't want to use the central banking system anymore. You can argue how good a person he was, but he didn't want to use the central banking system anymore. So Hillary Clinton goes in. She's state of, she's the Secretary of State. Did you ever see that video of her laughing? How they killed him? No. Yeah, I probably she's saw like, the video of her laughing. Yeah, it's evil. It's like sounds really evil. Like she like we went in. We killed him, something like that. He's gone, he's dead, whatever. So we, and then that was it. Because he opposed what they wanted, right? They didn't. He he didn't want to use their petrodollar and their their system that they were using. He wanted to use his own. It was gold backed. Well, that's the ultimate gold backed. Anything is the ultimate downfall of of the banking system. Now I believe cryptos could do the same thing. So, like, that's why they don't want that stuff. They don't want cryptos to be the main thing. Like, you, you don't even hear about it. Most people don't hear about it because it could literally take oh, down the so banks. that's the reason why they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know? So, like, in two th- the reason cryptos came about something. in 2008, uh, there's this guy named uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. I can't remember. That's not right, but it's something like that. And 2008, he was part of the financial crisis that happened. And he, he he realized at that point, supposedly the story is that the banking system is just not viable that we use. And people control the banking system and they can tr- they make up these, you know, collapses. Hmm. They control the collapses for their benefit. So he said, I'm going to make my own money. He just like comes up with a digital asset, you know, and then that's how it started. Originally, it was like on the dark web and people would buy like illegal things with it. And that's how Bitcoin started, you know, and then and then somebody, you know, it grew, you know, in popularities. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, it all takes is one person to say, hey, I can make money off that. And they change, you know, they commercialize it. Mm-hmm. So now it's just it's a matter of it getting commercialized. So it went from in like four. <coughs> I got into cryptocurrencies like two years ago. <coughs> Bitcoin was probably a thousand. Maybe it was less than a thousand dollars. I think went to 20 grand. And now it's down to four. But like, this is like another tool to take out the banks. You know, we're talking about the yellow vests. They're Mm -hmm. saying, and I was saying how they're going to do a run on the bank. Well, they're saying everybody do a run on the bank and then we're going to use Bitcoin. So like, it's, it's a thing and they can't track it. I send it to you. They, they have no clue. I sent it to you. That's awesome. So, you know, but gold's gold and silver are the same, you know, that's it's like the same concept. It's the same concept, but it's just an old concept. Like, like cryptos is the new concept of gold and silver. You know what I mean? Like kind of like a maturity of that, I guess. Yeah. To me, you know, but that's uh, just kind of like the banking system is just a ruse. You know, I, I don't understand. Like they it's go in to they, oppress the people. 
will enslave the people. Well, that yeah, that too. You know, so I mean, it's just I don't, I I don't know how you. I I think you fight back monetarily, and that's where I think cryptos are that fight the way to fight back. But will they ever let it take over? You know, they're powerful. If it gets pushed enough, hopefully. Hopefully, but we all have. My thing is, I think it's the transfer of wealth. But but all of us that are trying to look for something different, we have to all participate as much as we can. We have because there's only 21 million Bitcoin in the world. That's it. When they're all mined and they're all bought up, there is no more. It's not like a printing press. So, but for me, like why I try and talk about as much as I can is I want all of us to partake in that because the more we partake the less the you know the elite people that are running everything can partake right and the more control we get and the more things we can control for ourselves you I know like that idea you know economically is the only way you win civil wars aren't fought anymore with with rifles and and that kind of stuff you know it's just not going to work we're what are we going to do we're all going to show up in washington dc with with guns in our hands and they're going to uh, laugh at us yeah. and take one tank and run over three quarters of us. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just not going to work. You got to do it economically. True. Like, you know, like what we were talking about, like if, if, if everybody just said, we're not going to work, we're not paying taxes or whatever, you know, but you have to do it has to be a unity of people and they have to do it economically somehow. In my opinion, that's how you change things because the banks run things, how they True. do it economically. With muscle, with muscle, with with yeah, an army behind them. Oh but, yeah, we'll we'll kill you if you if you don't follow what we want. But to you have follow. to have the people to run the army. That's true. Yeah. If it ah oh, dang, I love Rick and Morty because they had another episode like that where uh, they were sitting in the Oval Office and the president, the the president was freaking out because they changed the currency to zero, and everybody was. You know, they were like, oh, well, you know, go find out who uh, who's in charge of this. And he was like, all right, well, wait, who's, who's paying me to who's paying me to do this? He was like, well, wait, who's paying me to give this order? And he was like, well, who's paying me to give that order? And then it it was it was chaos. Right. I mean, if so, like if that could happen. Well, I feel like our military would have our back. You would hope so. I, I, I would hope. So. I think people are waking. I don't know. I would hope so. I'd hope because turn then, around and be like, "You want me that. to shoot my you, own people? I'm going to take you out right now." They've gone through extensive training, yeah, to teach them how to disconnect. Oh, well, they brain That's they they stripped them away. The training's about stripping away it's, everything it's and right. then training them in their in the military's mindset. So yeah. you 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 would hope, but you're probably right. It's you know? about stripping yeah. away a layer of humanity, yeah. so that. You know, the other, like, the you, they leave, like, human parts broken in people. Yeah. Like, to the point where it's, like, people have so much scarring that they can't even, like, reach certain emotions. Like, it, it's just being around people who've been affected in that way. It's just, like, it makes you understand the true price of war. Like... All of this is economic strife. You know, we act and we still act in this world like the economic system is something that like nature 
uh, handed down to us. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is how you're supposed to do it. It's like, no, like you've put prices on life. And because of that, that means certain things mean less and are less valuable. People are less valuable. So in that kind of environment and in that kind of world, you can't, uh, the people can't ever realize the lives that they, that they could if they lived in a just world, you know? So now they have, you know, these undesirable people in society as if they can't be used or as if they have no value. It's like, you know, that's people have to, I hope one day the people can really rethink this entire money thing because it's really just a scarcity minded thing. You know, it's just like, Oh, well I want to make sure that I'll be able to eat. So I'm going to go get as much money as I can just so I can make sure like the world is full of sustenance. Yeah. (laughs) But, But you look at, but it's your perception that makes you look at it like, hmm, I really kind of just need to go to this job just so I can eat, which is really just an entire lie. Like, it's just uh, something you make up for your convenience. You can learn how to grow tomatoes. You can learn how to, you can learn how to be self-sustainable, but there's an aspect of you that kind of goes against that. Except for some states, it's illegal to have a garden. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's also illegal to feed the homeless in some places. San Fr- I think it's San, San Francisco is one of those places. So you live in a you live in the in the freest country in the world, but yet it's illegal to feed the homeless and it's illegal to grow your own food in some places. And have, collect rainwater. Yes, and correct. Yep, a hundred percent. Do they uh do they have like signs up like about how you can't feed the homeless? Don't people? feed the homeless. I'm not people. sure. They probably <laughs> somebody just come. They just have they have they have like not a meter made, but like a homeless made. They find <laughs> they. F- he finds you trying to feed him and just slap it out of your hand. It's like a substantial fine. Put the fine. down, sir. It's a substantial fine. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. See, well, see, that's what I mean. Like, how can anything that fundamentally unsound ever, like, uh, become uh, its full potential? Like, it can't. can't. Like, it can't. Like, it's... If you have a problem with people feeding people, there's something wrong at the core of everything. Yeah. There's, there's something that produced that negative of an energy to make you do something that heinous. Assist- where you're like, oh, uh, this is a crime to feed a person. The system's broken when you're at that point. There, there's something broken and something wrong. Uh, th- this entire thing, like, this whole thing is just really strange. Like, um, I was listening to an interview and they were talking about like kind of like the the shout out culture in, in colleges where like, you know, if somebody's speaking there or a professor says something and then like the you know, if somebody interprets it as being offensive, like people have been like shouting down a lot of professors and people like speaking and things like that like right in the middle of their speech yeah like Mm. very liberal minded like kids are like very enraged 
And um, there's a culture now of you know, being furious about something. You know, they don't even know what they're mad about. They're well, just mad. I think there's. I think a lot of people. The one thing that stuck out in the interview, they said that there is a certain level of fame that comes with that. If you can point somebody out as being a racist, or if you can point somebody out as being a sexist, or something like that, like you can, like you can, you can might end up on MSNBC and you know talking you, to somebody. You don't even you have know? to be telling the truth. No, not necessarily. You can just make a outrageous statement about somebody, and then you know, and somebody videos it. Next thing you know, you have a million hits on YouTube. That's how they become famous. But when I think about it, I said, "Well, what's going on here in reality? What's going on here is that people are." really uh you know we don't we, we have to make up our dangers because we don't we're not running from t- bears and wolves and stuff so now we have to we, we've become ultra sensitive to things that might cause us some irritation and you get butthurt a lot faster yeah you can it's really easy these days to become very offended at something without an actual logical way to get to a resolution. Like a lot of people just want to be mad. And that's a lot because I mean, people have a lot to be angry about. People are angry, you know, like they, they live in a situation that they know could be so much better if the world wasn't in the clutches of some sort of evil cabal or whatever, like people know this probably confused people or angry because they're confused on how to, uh, come about it in the right way. Nobody knows how to approach this. Nobody like, that's what I've realized. Like people have done it in all different kinds of ways. You've seen people, uh, protests and you've seen people um you know be non-violent you've seen all this stuff but nobody knows exactly how to approach how to make the world a better place like it's all it's too caught up in like the bureaucracy of it all like it's just like there's too much i think sometimes like humans just naturally naturally want to be like outdo each other right because it's like i think about football okay so football like when i was when like a young kid in football when you scored a touchdown you spiked the ball that was outrageous right that was crazy okay Mm -hmm. then there was like the icky shuffle and then there was like you know like listen this is telling how old i am so it was like the icky shuffle which is like the late 80s you know that's that's, see i'm 87 like that's before this time yeah Yeah, so you know and then like and now you look at celebrations it's like and, and and they're like celebrating so a running back gets four yards and the guy that tackled him he didn't tackle him for a four-yard loss. He tackled him after he gained four yards, and he's running down the field celebrating that he made the yeah, tackle. Made this tackle. You know what I mean? Or or we're like we make an interception on defense, and not only do I celebrate, I run all the way down after I'm tackled and I'm down. The play's over. I run all the way down to the end zone, and everybody on the defense runs down to the end zone, and we all take pictures and celebrate. You know what I mean? Like it's 
it, it like gets to a certain point. It just progresses, progresses, and progresses, and then it gets to a certain point where it can't do it anymore. And I think that's why football like is losing popularity. We're getting to that point where it's hitting a ceiling. So I think like with the with like all that YouTube, like I know Jordan Peterson is one of those guys that like does a lot of speeches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And F, and he was one of those guys where people would speak out like when oh, he yeah. was speaking. And I think like you got and then they just want to top. And then the next person wants to top that person that spoke out at him, you know. So what's the next level and what's the next level? And where do we get? And I think that's just like natural human, like just their progression of how humans think sometimes. See, I mean, he was a person, Jordan Peterson. He was a person who like I've never really like I've listened to like his lectures and things like that. But like it was always a part of it that I I could never really get with all of it. Right. But at the same time, like I have like I learned things from him. You know what I mean? Like that's what I really boil it down to. In this world, everybody and definitely in this time, people are trying to um they wanna make this dry cut like good and bad. There's good people, there's bad people in the world. And they want to have this narrative when in reality, that's like life doesn't work like that. Like life isn't like a a, a show. It's not a story where there's this clear villain and this clear hero. Mm. Like that's just not the nature of life. Like we we we've been, we've all been villainous and we've all been heroic. Each and every one of us. Yeah, we've all done this. Like, we've all, like, you know, for even people as polarizing as, like, Hitler. Like, Hitler did villainous things. Many of the things that the world will never forget. Which were funded by the Rothschilds. But but at the same time, the world will not acknowledge the fact that Adolf Hitler did heroic things. To certain people, at certain times, Adolf Hitler did heroic things. Things that made an entire nation of people, well... The people who got with it, because I know it wasn't everybody. Right, right. Like, I know it wasn't, but his followers. He, his yeah, followers, his yeah. Follow, I mean, he got a, a literal, like, I guess that is a nation. I mean, not necessarily a country, but a nation is like a group of people, I guess. And he got, you know, those people to back him. There's people who loved Adolf Hitler. Thought he was one of the greatest men who've ever... Adolf Hitler was on the cover of Time, Time Magazine. magazine. Yep. A, like, well, like person of the before, year he was person of the year a year before like wasn't that a year before they yeah. actually went to war yep <laughs> so he had that level of adoration in the world to be on an american paper like what what, what? like like we don't even have any concept of that because when we hear hitler we get this particular idea right but there was a time in the world in the United States, where the name Adolf Hitler was a heroic figure, and that's you know that's. Well, he's also he was backed too by Pres, uh, Prescott Bush too. Yeah, George W. Bush's father. Oh. And George W. Bush's Jr.'s grandfather, I guess. So it's all kind of you know. I found out uh, at Christmas, like um, I was down at like uh, my uncle's house and he pulled out this paper and he was like this is my basic training picture and he's like 
he points himself out. And then, like, he's, like, points, like, below it. He's, like, ask people, like, they know who it is. And it was George W. Bush. Like, they were in basic <laughs> training together. No way. He's kind of like a, he's kind of like a, he's sort of, my uncle's sort of like a mythical figure. Like, he, <laughs> like he, like he was, he was in the Olympics. Like, he was part of like, Philadelphia, like he, he, he was part of like, uh, 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 he recorded music and stuff at like, for Philadelphia soul music and stuff like that. Like, he did a lot of different stuff, like, in his life. It was just really interesting to see, like, George Bush. Like, that was... was (laughs) (laughs) Really weird. Did he say... Like, did he talk to him? Like, did he interact with him at all? Uh, I I asked him if he thought... If he ever thought that he'd be the president. And he was like, no. (laughs) 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 I'm sure nobody thinks that. Nobody was thinking that about him, like... Yeah, his 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 grant his father was because he's positioned and then put him there, <laughs> just like George Bush Jr. was positioned there by by his dad. Yeah. I mean, come on, George Bush Jr. I mean, he couldn't even like finish a sentence. But that's so, the Bushes are a perfect example of how like there's like levels to conspiracy because there's like. There's the levels of conspiracy that will point out, like, oh, Prescott Bush is, like, laundering Nazi money and stuff like that. But then, like, if you keep going a couple steps later, you'll ha- you'll find a person's, like, the Bush is a part of a bloodline of draconian beings <laughs> that have invaded the star system sometime in the last million years. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, there are levels to conspiracy. Conspiracy builds on top of conspiracy. Like, we, there'll be this one, people are like, well, I don't know. And then they be like, yeah, but what if, like, what if this is what was going on, too? And then it's just like, next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, yeah, he's obviously from a different planet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they could possibly be. I know that right? Rot- like, that's the best part. don't have the same genetic dna that we do their their dna structure is different than ours see now the raw and shot, that and that's, that's been and that has been proven well i got my uh, it's been proven that they don't have that they have they have different they, they do DNA. not have the same dna that we do i'm not convinced that i don't know i got my daughter for, uh uh one of, she wanted one of those uh ancestry tree things yeah, yeah. you know and I was like, some we got her one and sent it to her. She lives in California, and uh, she did it. I don't. She didn't get the results yet, but like, I was the. I was like thinking about it in a conspiracy way too, like aliens and stuff. What if they're just like collecting data on us and like finding out what we really all are? And because it's you send it in, you swab your mouth and you send it in to wherever you send it to, and then they send you a sheet back and it says you're this, this, and this. I was like, well, it it wouldn't be hard. You could find. I mean, people just willing give their information up, and if they find out that she's whatever, obviously I'm her father. So you know what I mean? Like it's it's a snowball f- tumbling down the hill quickly. I'm just saying, <laughs> like 
you know, of course, I said that to my wife. I, you know, you know, she didn't really believe me. Like she thought I was a little, <laughs> a little out there on that one. You know, <laughs> she, said, she called her friend. She's like, do you know what he said? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Ancestry.com <laughs> is, is really an alien. <laughs> Harvesting DNA, harvesting, harvesting <laughs> DNA, you and you're paying for it, you and that, you're paying for it. You think that it went to Ancestry.com and it's really getting processed <laughs> by Snorg from Planet Celestial? Uh, you, like, you never know. You never know. He's like, oh, this is his daughter. Oh. Just saying. Put this in the file. <laughs> you put this in the file. <laughs> You know, we have all, all of effort uh, right here. There you go. They, they just have a whole file of just, but you never. The, the, that's the, the that's the big part about it all. Like the question is always formed by the fact that once you know that you're living in a expansive universe full of things, it literally makes you think anything is possible here. Yeah, the like, thoughts are endless, man. Anything yeah. that is possible in your head, to some extent, has probably happened somewhere in this universe. Yeah, like every, you know what I mean? Like every possibility has. To you don't have even know what that happened. forms. You don't even know. Like people are, we don't even understand if our if our thoughts, like I've, we've all seen our thoughts become things. We've all created things and seen something that was in our head become something three-dimensional. But what about all the rest of that stuff that is just like supposedly kind of just dies in your head? You know, the quick ideas you have and then you don't you don't write it down or something like that. Oh, I hate all those. those things that just, do they die or do they? No, they're there. Do those things just like... Go off somewhere and then start influencing some vibration, and then next thing you know, this thing popped up somewhere. Well, I mean, universal consciousness. I mean, that's why I always think you know it's just one mind. It's 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 one mind, you know, just uh, acting through different experiences. Experiences. That's that's all I see. You know. Um, that's I think that that was one of the things that really got me into a lot of like the ancient cultures was that they were exploring that concept of a unity of things as opposed to a world that seems kind of bent on dividing everything as much as it can. There was a time where you know there you know people really wanted to communicate something different, and it seems like we live in something that purposefully eradicated that presence from the earth. Like just went around and just started destroying people who thought like that. Like all of the tribal peoples or whatever. Like they just wiped out just probably like 95 percent of them it's probably like five percent of the of those people still existing hmm. history is written by the conqueror right yeah so i mean if you look at a place like like australia like those people had been there for so like so Aborig- long aborigine people yeah yeah what they call the ab- aboriginal people and they've been there for so long and i think 
I think he said something ridiculous, like, over, like, a hundred years or something when, like, the British came. Like, in a hundred years' time, like, they had reduced their number. It it was something. They had reduced it to, like, I think, like, 10% of what it once was or something like that. It was a very small number. They just just decimated the Australian economy. Like, they just, they would have headhunters and stuff like that. And, like, they would put bounties uh, on the the natives' heads and stuff like that. It's like, that didn't just happen in Australia. That happened in uh, Africa. That happened in South America. That happened in five parts of Asia. That it it happened in all these different places that where there was like this repository of spiritual knowledge and understanding by people who were tuned into those things. Yeah, it's like people that try and do good and and like spread knowledge get snuffed out. Yeah, it's 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 like once you once you try to, I think you become increasingly dangerous. When you try to bring people together. Or at least that's how it seems. It seems like all the people. Who eventually get to this point. Where they try to bring people together. Die. Or, or under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> or whatever. Like you know. But he, he, he killed himself. He didn't like his life. Like, like he, was, he was rich. Had a good family. It's, like, it's like the Clinton. He just died. The bodies of of Clinton's death ring. There, they die by a handkerchief off a doorknob. That's what happens to them all. They all anybody coming out with any information of like all the stuff they did in Haiti and the Clinton Foundation supposedly die with like a handkerchief around their neck tied to a doorknob. They they get strangled, or they shoot themselves like three times in the back of the head with a shotgun. Find them on a beach somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> all these people—they say all these people just hate their lives. Yeah, it's, it's, he just wanted to die. It's like, or he—he he said something. You know, because it, it's it's getting to that point where like we don't even value human beings. Well, not us, but like other human beings can just take other human beings out. It seems it's like oh yeah, we're gonna get rid of you. You know too much. I don't know. That's like a they people been doing that a long time. Now. I'm sure people been getting assassinated for yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, look, man, just get somebody and go over there. Yeah, that's yeah. how it started. I don't care how you do it. Just go get rid of them. They can't live no more. But why is it like? It has to be a reason. When you watch a lot of these theories about aliens and stuff, why is it always like? So it's always like based in Egypt and based in like in South America, but like it doesn't ever like really involve like the European. Like I've never seen anything that involves like the base of the European culture. You know where like Caucasian people came. You know what I mean? Like it always seems like it's diversity in some way. You know, like it does seem like uh, you know they they in a lot of those a lot of those tales of people who talk to star beings and things like that like they do seem to be in more tribal areas and things but uh, i think there has been there's definitely been context you know with you know with europeans and yeah. stuff but i think i think it's quite possible that you know i think anywhere with a pyramid is connected there's yeah. not really much distractions in egypt 
Yeah, that's true. Not really much for people to get distracted from stuff that's actually good for their soul and their their heart and their minds. I feel like yeah, like I feel like anywhere where the, where you can find a pyramid is connected to any other place you can find a pyramid. Well, yeah, pyramid yeah. is the strongest uh shape to meditate in to gain cosmic energy. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard that. It's a very strong structure. Did you ever see that theory where they had the different pyramids and the different structures and they all connected them and they they did it like uh through elect some kind of electric uh can't think of it. I can't remember now, but like they were all connected on a certain line. It was they had a theory that they all connected in an electric electrical way. Like a grid. Yeah, like a grid. Yeah, and it was yeah. like like the way they pl- they mapped it out and everything was pretty interesting. So, so I think you know if you start to play like uh, fill in the blank, you say okay, you have this situation where you have these different pyramids all over the the earth. It would make sense that somebody with a unique message went to all of y'all. <laughs> And communicated something to you, mm-hmm. and um, that was um, I was listening to uh, this, this dude Billy Carson. He um, he has a translation of the Emerald Tablets, and his understanding of em- Emerald Tablets is that it was created by this this figure that has always it's popped up uh, a couple of times. Uh, when I was definitely in like my research stage, but it's uh, they call uh, Hermes Trismegistus or uh, Tehuti. You know, it's it it's always depicted as like a bird, but um, when they talk about Egyptian like Hermetics, that's a reference to her uh, Hermes Trismegistus, who was supposedly like the in. Uh, supposedly a king uh, uh, I suppose of Atlantis or was from there so that's the thing about this these these concepts that that make it strange like I've learned a certain story about this character but I've also learned other stories about this character other people's interpretation of this character I don't even know if this character ever existed but at the same time, I still, you know, uh, I still learn from Egyptian hermetics. You know, I uh, there's a thing I used to read the uh, the Kabbalion, and it was like uh, it was just kind of like a, a guide to like reality. Like it talked about like uh, the Kabbalah. Well, not uh, no, it's like um, like the Kabbalah is like like um, I guess like the sacred like. Uh, Jewish kind of a Jewish mysticism, so to speak. Kabbalion is like a a collection of different like laws, like the law of polarity, like All right. um things of that nature. And it was it was it, it actually helped me a lot at a particular time, like really kind of put into words certain things that I was starting to see about the world. I just didn't really have the words to kind of express it. But, yeah, I mean, I know, like, you, like, I remember, like, hearing you had, like, a a different, like, a different understanding of, like, the Emerald Tablets. 
I mean, because something like that, like people to say, all right, something created this or somebody made this. But then things can get lost in the obscurity of a wealth of information and people with differing uh, viewpoints. You know, because, you know, you hear something about whatever and then you hear somebody else's perspective and somebody else's and next thing you're like all right well which one of you is right (laughs) you know what i mean and that's why you have to differentiate for yourself you know it's it's not just the internet is not a place to just take things at face value like you have to you know you definitely read you read you look into things yeah if I definitely had the money, I would travel to the sites myself. Uh, I think that's my ultimate goal, is <laughs> yeah. traveling to places like that. We were having a conversation. We were watching this vampire movie or something. We were watching something. And we were, like, talking about, like, living forever. Or, like, if you would you want to do that? Like, I'm just like, man, you can imagine how many places you could travel to. And they're like, well, eventually you run out of places. I was like, well, you'd live long enough you could go to different planets at some point. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like I was for it. But, uh, you know, there's I don't a, know. There's a show on Netflix that I started to watch, but I stopped watching. I'm probably pick it back up. It's called Altered Carbon. Oh, I've seen two episodes. It, it, anyway, right? I only watched like two episodes. I don't know. I, I, I was digging it, but not enough. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I, I liked it. I liked the whole concept. Like, it was, it was cool. I don't know. My wife, she wasn't really liking it. So that's probably why I'm really not watching it. it's only but so many hours after you put kids to bed this is true you Uh, you put kids to bed you look you're like oh yeah we got like an hour and a half to hang out (laughs) somebody i used to spend every waking moment with (laughs) now 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 i get an hour and a half with them (laughs) when my kids actually sleep not you know (laughs) come walking out yeah, I don't know about that, Will. Yeah, man. I don't know about that. Like, Children, uh, oh, man, he had kids early, man. You know, I, I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, I've had kids for longer than, I've been, when I was 17, I had first, my oldest daughter. Sheesh. So, 42 now. Sheesh, so, my mom's 50. My so, dad's 65. So I've been raising kids for a long time. <laughs> I'd imagine you get good at it at some point. Um, I think every kid's different, and you learn as you go. You never, you're never right, and you're never wrong. You just kind of hope. You just gotta learn as you go. True. You know, different personalities. Yeah, absolutely. Every they're all different. You all have to. You have to kind of adjust to, you know, different scenarios. You know, but am I? It's I'm still learning. I'll be learning till. The day I die, I'll be right. learning stuff, you know. Could have done better, but that's how it goes. There's always something we all could have done yeah. better. Sure, absolutely. All I try to do is just try to do minimal damage and mess my <laughs> children's life up. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, I want to do something. Like it, but it gets into things where it's just like, you know, even like stuff like yelling. Like I hate yelling at my kids. Because I don't want my kid to be having that thought all the time. Like, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he's... Because, I, I mean, I, you, first of all, you got to do a lot of stuff to get me to yell. 
that's kids for you because they test you. You know? That's true. <laughs> they just just keep doing that's stuff. They, it, the worst is when they like look at you and they're like, "Yeah, I'm doing this." <laughs> Yo, but that's we, what they do. They test your boundaries. They want to see how far they can push you. Like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want? Why do you want me to be mad right now? <laughs> <We> like, <laughs> that's the same question our parents asked us. That's the same thing. That's Ooh. the ironic part about it. I was. Just, I, I wonder if I was as wild as my son though. Like I don't. I don't know, man. He's he's kind of off the wall. I think in a weird he's way, wild. you think you're making you're making your kids better, but in reality, is a lot of times I think the kids make you better. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, people really confuse that idea. Like they th- seriously think that it's a one way learning process. Yeah. No, I learned entirely different things by having kids. Kids let me know, seriously, I didn't know what the hell was going on here. <laughs> <laughs> All I know, there was this, you know, I don't even know what happened. And now here's this thing looking at me, came from some different dimension. I don't even know. It was like a some sort of machine body. I don't, I don't even know how to explain what happened. Like, the entire birth process, like I've told Rob before, the entire thing is mystical to me. It's an, it's, it's an insane thing to think. Two people have sex, and then a machine starts growing inside of a person that was... It's living inside of this, in, this egg environment created for it to live... It's like the Matrix or something. <laughs> Next thing you know, this thing's out, and it's walking alive. around, talking and stuff. And you're like, I remember you look like a lizard. Like, <laughs> like when the first time, first time I told my daughter, she she was mad. I told her, I said, the first time I saw you in a picture, you looked like a frog. She was just, she gave me this look. Like, like like that's messed up to say. I'm like, <laughs> it's the truth. You was a frog. You before that, you was a tadpole, microscopic thing. That somehow I I I still don't even understand how sperm are created. That's that's weird. something that I don't get. How? I, what do you mean? What do you mean that you have a body part that creates microscopic copies of yourself? All the that time. is far in depth with like the creation of mankind. When you when you watch it, when you watch some, when you watch a child come from a place that you know relatively well, you're like, "How were you in there? <laughs> I thought I was the only one who knew about this place. Now you're coming out like it's it's a really strange it's a really strange situation. It was it was life altering." Like does does the spirit enter the body at like I don't know that's that's the, at the point in which it's about to be like pushed out. I have no clue. The canal. From what I understand, on the, when I was watching the documentary about uh, the nine months, they were talking about like you know like they said something like at eight weeks I think that's when that's the first time that the fetus gets um like a a download of information about its genetics and who it actually is 
like the body. But before that, it's just a generic fetus. Yeah, but it's also it's this thing. <laughs> it's also hearing things from the outside. Oh yeah, it's getting that too. It's it's you know your environment already that you're it's in sculpting is you. sculpting it already before you know that's has a big impact on it. But in my mind, when I think about it, it's just like that's like some sort of meat suit, some sort of that's some sort of like if you've seen like in a sci-fi movie, you saw just like this lifeless robot. This thing, you know, and then somebody just goes in and puts a code in the thing, and then the thing snaps into life. That's, I mean, that's what that is. That's the same thing. But then, like, There's, but it's 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 technology on a different scale. The technology of organic matter. Yeah, like everything that we do technologically, we copy that organic. It's like thing. geometry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do how does a shape come into play? How do you know what I mean? Things like that. Like it, yeah, it's that's that's But then but it's moving though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know I mean, like you're feeling kicks and you're feeling heartbeats things and you're feeling like hands no move and every once in a while you see somebody with a sonogram with the middle finger up and stuff like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, you know, like weird stuff happens, you know? So like, for me, it's kind of like, I don't know. I think it happens before. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what that, I just, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what that is. I think, uh, in life in general, a lot of things is math. Like, it sounds oh, weird. It's all math to me. I but, hate math. And, like, because so. now we're playing, when we play basketball, like, I'm, like, I can, I start computing things in math. Like, yeah. like that guy, okay, I know that guy, like, on Tuesday, Thursday, there's one guy that he can't shoot for. He shoots 50 shots in a game, but he can't make anything. So, like, my odds, I'm letting that guy go. Go ahead, shoot all you want. I'm going to go double cover that guy. Yeah. I'm leaving you open so you shoot as soon as you get the ball because yeah. I want you to shoot. That's increasing shoot. our odds of winning. Like, as I get older, I do more and more of that. In pl- you know what Man, I mean? It becomes way more cerebral. Like, when I was a kid, I was just relied on the fact that I was, like, more athletic than people. Right, but right. Like, as I got older, I just tried to become more analytic. Like, all right, well, even like things like, all right, I know I can make, I can, I know I can get to this spot if I stand right. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. little calculations. No, man, like, I get, I'm bad. Like, if I'm in a grocery store and, like, there's, you know, there's two outs, you can go out either side. I'm like, wherever I'm on, like, I'm to the point where I calculate if I'm on one side or the other by an inch, it's, it's faster to get out that way. Like oh, that's I've, how my I've mind that that's how my mind works and it's sometimes it's a it's annoying it's not fun. it's annoying because it. like it's constant it's not like it's even like if i think it's like a centimeter i'm like okay i'm going that direction i gain a <laughs> centimeter like it's bad like i don't know that's just how or it works when you're walking with somebody and there's a pole in the middle you're just like well they went that way should i go that way or should i go the other yeah. way i'm closer to the other way so i'll just go that way it's constant it's constant decisions it's like constant efficiency like We're, that's how it what my mind works. like yeah. constant efficiency it's shifting yeah we're constantly shifting 
Yeah, I'd I'd say shifting is a is a pretty good word to explain what that feels like. It's an interesting. This whole life thing is it's just it's interesting. I'm starting to think that it might really be the case that we are living in some sort of massive simulation. As I get older, that just kind of looks more. And this looks more, it looks like it makes more sense. I mean, shit. I mean, people keep asking questions that there's no answers to. You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, well, how did the first thing happen? Like, I don't know. Right. And I'm Rick, My question that I asked you when you dropped me off from work that one night. Which one? If the whole God thing, if, if. God was a thing and God created Jesus. Who created God? And if that's a thing, who is the creator of the creator of God? And if that's a thing, where did where did that creator come from? That what you, what were you saying? I was gonna say, like I always ask my one daughter, I was like, if there's nothingness, where did what got created from nothingness? At some point there like you're saying, at some point you keep going, at some point there's nothingness. So what creates from nothingness? That's why... The That's the whole basis of creativity, though. Creativeness comes from nothingness. That's the paradox. That's, a, that's like why right. I, I think this... That's why I mean, when I say like this, like I feel like it's a simulation, I don't even know if I mean technological. Like, I, I feel like whatever is happening is not what we everything we experience on some level probably is not considered real because if we emerge from something that was somewhere else or some in a place removed from our three-dimensional reality if this didn't exist and then something from somewhere else i don't know shined a light or whatever (laughs) next thing you know all this happened then that means whatever that thing experiences is reality. That means that technically it's running a simulation. It's it's it, as I've always seen it that it's the creator experiencing itself through different uh, experiences, lives, uh, places, emotions. All, like all of these different things, all, where is all this information going? You know what I mean? Like what? It's it's of of course it, like you know we know like the water stores the information. I've never heard that. Yeah, water stores. There was a uh, a Japanese scientist who f- took three glasses of water, and then each glass of water, like the first one. He held and uh, said, I love you too, and actually meant it and gave that emotion towards that water. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second one was like, I hate you and like hateful emotions towards it. And the third one, he didn't touch. He just, he neglected it. So the first glass of water, when he froze all three of them. Yeah. So the first one, when he froze it and he looked at the uh, the frozen crystals under a microscope, and they were uh, 
beautiful, like snowflakes, like intricate. Uh, the second one, it was like a very chaotic all over the place. It looked like uh, if it was just a sheet of glass and you hit it and it cracked. Okay. Just a bunch of spider webs. And the, uh, the third one was just, uh, what do you call that? It's like a, like smoky. It's like, you know, like a quartz crystal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a smoky quartz crystal, how Mm -hmm. it looks like kind of fogged. That's how the third one looked. So that in itself proves that through your emotions, you can change the like molecular structure of freezing water it's kind of similar what they do with plants like they did that with plants right yeah you know your intentions with the plants depends on how good your crops are right i think it's a thing i think his name was dr moto i think he died actually not too long ago and they did the same thing with rice in water in a cup the the first cup of rice smelled really good the the second one uh was like black and it didn't smell good and then the third one was just like rotten and decayed huh it was just horrible that's interesting it's uh, like it i reminds, heard that it reminds me of uh, the video i saw when there was uh i think i, I think it was china um there's a lady there and she had uh, some some sort of i think it was like a cancerous growth and she had it uh you know uh I think it was pretty bad like i think she was supposed to die and uh there was these women you know and they surrounded her i seen that video you saw that and they were like saying like they had the uh the video what is that the uh the uh, yeah they were taking the um not a sonogram it's, it's, it's not is that it's an x-ray no it's an x-ray it's 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 the thing for where you can see inside like a baby yeah yeah what was, what was that oh some kind of monitor I'm not sure damn we sound like sonogram is the picture you get this is with your chi energy or with yeah. their chi energy so that they were they like use. monitoring her what was going on yeah. as they were doing this yeah mm-hmm. like, like you can actually it was a live feed you could see it it like decreased it mm. shrunk in size through healing. With like their emotions, through conscious intention. Yep. And well, it's it's like Reiki how, in a sense as yeah, well. Yeah, it's it's similar. Um, Did you see the guy that can? Um, I think it was in the same country. He could set newspaper on fire. Yeah, Dynamo Jack. With his kinetic energy, he just channeled it and channeled it and channeled it and. I saw Dynamo Jack do things that, in that video. That was that crazy. Like he, like, cause they, like, they sent like a news team there, and they were trying to like disprove him. Like they were like trying to say like, all right, this dude is just like fooling people. But then like they, like they gave him newspaper. No way for him to hide anything. Like he just like he just put his hands on it, and then it like lit on fire. Then he put a pencil through a tabletop. Hmm. Like it and it was like sticking through. Like, did you see how? <laughs> you see how David Blaine can put swords through his stomach. He no, can. I didn't he, see that. he can put things through his body and take them out through the other side, 
without any holes in his body. That's commitment to an illusion. Hmm. I mean, he literally he uh, that that uh, the one guy from American Idol he put a uh, he put a needle through his arm, right, and had the dude from American Idol take it from the other side and pull it out. Who Simon? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not, maybe I think I don't know. Yeah. I forgot, but we can do things like that, and it, it's just uh, that's I, crazy. I man. read stories of people like having tumors, and they would have dreams, right, of like somehow attacking like whatever spaceships or whatever, whatever it was that attacked the tumor, right? And they go back to the doctor, and they're like healed, you know, because somehow they, you know, just from you know whatever that was consciously or whatever they did it it healed them and the tumor was gone you know people still don't understand how that kind of stuff happens you know and i think that's the exciting part of it it's that we're kind of discovering that we're we're a lot more like the superheroes and things that we've created kind of symbolize those kinds of things like we we can be superhuman we can't we all have the ability to do things superhuman strength is a thing that's a thing you know and we have but we have you know uh superhuman abilities with our minds you know when i when i look at uh the, the dude wim hoff um the dude the ice man you know has all these guinness book world records for you know being exposed in the snow he hiked up mountains and just shorts and he's you know he proved that he could raise his body's temperature was he on that show that superhuman show there was a show on like history channel that was like called i think it was called like superhumans or something like that i saw him do like a handstand and he was doing like push-ups in his handstand like on a cliff like like it was death it was death if he messed up like right there, it was certain death there was no other and he was like up there like doing like push-ups in the handstand and stuff i'm like man like there's 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 a certain level of this mind that people get convinced doesn't exist like they like at some point in time they can convince you like hey no life is boring like life is so boring and you know like trying to discover yourself is pointless and cuz in reality you have the ability to do things that are that would just probably just blow your mind yeah but they don't give you the time to cultivate those things usually no cuz we're busy going to work every day yeah Paying, exactly. paying for they, stuff that we don't need. They don't want the people to realize their potential. What is other it? than our kids? Why is that, that? I mean, that that is our number our number one issue is the fact that our main identities in life is workers, as if that makes kind of like any sense. Like, it it almost really buys into the whole like, you know, the whole Sumerian epic about, you know, like Anunnaki. And them coming down here, and then they didn't want to do the works, and then they just made people, and they were like, "Y'all do the work, 
And it's just like, well, people have been working ever since. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're still doing it. You're still in the... Because in reality, it's like that is everybody's most important, I guess, uh, identity. To work. Their worker. Their, who their, who, who, their work identity means more to people than their actual, like, personal identity. What about their cosmic identity? They can't... Most people... Most people get so deep, I think, into a worker identity that their cosmic identity is something that they can't even comprehend. Like, I've watched it in so many different... You, you know how it is. You know, you, 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 you're working with somebody who's been doing some job, like, their entire life. And then this is all that they really care about. I care about what's happening to this plant. I don't care about nothing else. Those types of people will never have any ability to understand a cosmic I- identity. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, they can't fathom it. Like they don't even they're like cosmic. They're like I don't, I don't like the moon. <laughs> I don't even like the moon. <laughs> you know, like they'll come up with a reason for why they don't have a cosmic identity and why you're. Uh, in, uh, in all retrospects, we all have one. You're a little fairy for even thinking that you got something like that. It was a cosmic identity. If it's not in the lunchroom, it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, you know. If it's not. <laughs> oh, <man>. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie, The Fourth Kind? Yeah. Uh, how, would you, you ever see that? Mm mm. Oh, oh man. man, that's just kind of crazy. That was that was crazy. That better it's not about. ever be real. Like uh, I, it's it's this movie. It's like they do it where they they. It's like almost like two separate. It's almost like a documentary and a movie. I don't even know what it is. And and it's like, basically it's in Nome, Alaska. I think it's Nome. Yeah. And in Nome, Alaska, if it is Nome, basically the only way, I don't know if it's different now, but basically up to recent times, the only way you could get there was by plane. So basically everybody lives there is, you know, stuck there unless, you know, if they have to get out. But anyways, it is like, it's this tale of this lady that um, is like, I think she's a psychologist. Yeah, I think she was a psychologist. Yeah, something like that. And uh, like she's these people are having like these what they think is psychotic breakdowns, but really it's like they're seeing aliens and like they see like the the some the uh tsunami. What would you say? What did you say? That, like, like they thought that it was like the uh, Anunnaki. Yeah, that's it. They they tried to say that these. I think the what they were trying to get at is that these people were being kidnapped by something that was speaking Sumerian and um like like he was I remember he was like yelling he was like oh, I'm your god and it, like you like you heard to hear all this static and stuff and but I was I after watching it I was like that better not be real. <laughs> I'm saying like, that better not be a real situation that there's Anunnaki gods coming down entering people's apartments and stuff and telling them that talking they're shit like, talking shit <laughs> at the end they they have a uh, there's like they show the live footage of of um a cop sitting out the outside no, her house no, no. and um and they see this thing happen. come over the top of the house and all of a sudden her son her older son is just gone and they've never found him it said no more people go missing. wait this is real 
I don't know what this thing you is. You just got to you got to watch it and decide for yourself. It's called the I think it's called the fourth kind. Where where can I find that? Oh man. Just, uh, I don't <laughs> know. You, nobody knows where to find movies anymore. I watch stuff on the Fire Stick. I found Dark City on the Fire Stick. I watched it. I know, but it's like realistically if a movie's not on Netflix. The, yeah, yeah. It's actually <laughs> really hard to find cuz you're like, "Well, where do I go now?" You, like, where's Wait, you could probably buy it off it of... Is it called Encounters of the Fourth no, Kind? No, it's just called The Fourth Kind. Yeah. There was uh, a play on... It, like, you're supposed to know that there's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. But this is The Fourth Kind. And then, freaky. This is The Fourth Kind. And then there's... And then um, that guy was talking about Dr. Stephen Greer. You know, he has um, The Fifth Kind. Uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. CE5. Um that's where he, uh, he takes people out and he meditates. And a lot of the time, I was telling him earlier, a lot of the time, um, crafts show up. Huh. CE5 is human-initiated contact through telepathy. So they're like calling the aliens to come. It's a tel- Yeah, it's a telepathic situation. Yeah. And I think... You know, while that seems uh, skeptical, at the same time, you, you know, when you're dealing with things that's from another place, you don't even know how they how they do things. How they like, communicate. Maybe they kill. That's all the way. People swear they know so much. Like, they swear that they, like, that humanity is, like, the most intelligent creation ever. When we've been around for like the blink of an eye, right? Like we don't even in the span that the universe has been. For people to think that they're the most civilized thing in all of the cosmos might be the greatest delirium that somebody could even dream up. Like, what do you mean you're the smartest thing? You've been around. You've been doing civilization for ten thousand years. Well, in this current. You know, situation, right. but in that ten thousand years, people swear that they like unlock like all the secrets of the universe. They, you know, everything is just come <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the first time. Yeah, man down. Charlie, you got Charlie horse taken right out by Charlie there. horse. <laughs> Talking too much alien stuff, yeah, man. man. That's, that's what that's happened. The, the gr. The, they they uh they initiated the probe that they gave you. <laughs> There's a chip right there. You didn't know about they just, they just turned it on. <laughs> Don't be talking about the vault tour. The vault tour race from K nine seven. Charlie Horse? I I, I thought it was Charlie Horse was when you got like kneed. Somebody else knee you in the thigh or something. That's what I think of is Charlie it, Horse. Is, or is it a thing where like your like the back of your leg starts to tighten up? It's like uh Yeah, yeah, like it's uh Oh, see I did that's different than what I thought a Charlie I used Horse to was. Get those, man. I used to, that's like a cramp. When it, like when I would sometimes when I would stretch too hard like, mm. I would stretch, and then, like, I'd be like, Ugh, and then, like, 
See, that's your mistake, the stretching. Yeah. See, I haven't stretched since like college football. I just stopped stretching, and, and nothing's nothing's been messed up. So, like, my theory is now, if I start stretching, stretching, yeah, something might get messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go, just don't try to do a yoga because if you I was do, thinking about you'll it, be embarrassed, you'll be embarrassed by your flexibility. My, I every time I do yoga, you tried yoga recently. I've done. I did. I was trying to do yoga like a couple of months ago. And I was so horrified by how inflexible I am. <laughs> like I, like I felt, I felt um, concerned. Like I, was, I, was, I was concerned. Like, how are you this unflexible? Like, my wife, like she's like all flexible and stuff still. But me, like, I can't even sit like Indian style. Like, I, I got like when I, when I do that, like. It's disappointing. Well, I just start to feel like all the tightness just start to pull. It's like, no, no, you don't stretch. You don't. Like, no, you know. I can sit Indian style. Problem is I may never return to the previous stance. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It's like... Or may need assistance. Yes. No, no. I mean, you know, we talk about how I wake up in the morning, like that caveman yeah, thing, caveman, and like yeah. slowly erect to what I'm supposed to be, because <laughs> it takes a little while. I do this thing with my kids, Cosmic Kids Yoga, and, uh, you know, like, the, the person who leads it, like, she's just, you know, she's like a yoga teacher, and to see the how easy some of those things are. And then to watch my kids, and it's, like, easy for them. And then I do something, and I'm, like, sweating because I'm trying to hold a pose. Bones are cracking. I'm just, like, what? what is, like, I need a, I need a light, life elixir or something. Like, I need, you need to I evaluate need a, some stuff. No, nah, I, need, I need the fountain of youth to come. The <laughs> fountain of youth? You're not even, the, you're, like, the, what, you're 30, 31? Yeah. But I'm, but but I can see the degradation. Well, I can see it. And I mean, like it's it's, um, I don't know, man. I'm I. That's why I need to make a lot of money, and then I'm gonna get uh, telomere. Uh, you need a telomere. You need, uh, you need to rest in a surgery. hyperbolic chamber. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, that, what's LeBron sleeping? He probably sleeps in one of those hyperbolic chambers. His bedroom's probably a whole chamber. It, yeah, it's all hyperbolic. Brian, he Brian got a hyperbolic has, refrigerator. Brian has a house on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> he got enough money for it now. <laughs> like I just like to come up here sometimes, <laughs> get away from everybody. Play well, he's gonna be. Is, isn't he gonna be in the, down the street down there? He's gonna be the next Space Jam, right? Yeah. So is he? you know, yeah, I, I think gonna, I think he's the next Space Jam. Yeah. But I'm not okay with that. I, I don't know. It's just man. like Leonardo DiCaprio being the new, playing the new Scarface movie. Oh, they're gonna redo Scarface? Yeah, Did they do it. They're going. They're in the process He's of doing it. it. That's not good. It's not gonna work. That's. I don't know. That's one of those movies. Can you really remake it and have it the, uh, have it this with the same outcome? Like it feels like that's the type of movie it should be like when it was done. It was like the perfect time period to do it in, and you just couldn't re, re you couldn't remake that time period. I completely agree. The only thing that 
I'm kind of concerned about is that Leonardo DiCaprio, every movie that he's done is like an award winner. Yeah, it's amazing. So like it's going to be good, but like mm-hmm. it's going to be blasphemy. What was the one where he was uh like in a different like in a dream? What a, I forget what that one was called. Oh, Inception. Yeah, that that one was good. I like Departed too. Departed was yeah. good. Inception, that was yeah, I, I used to like that. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. You ever see Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, yeah. I don't that was, I mean, it was a long time ago. That though. was an yeah. odd one. It was a long time ago, though. But he was, was young. He was only... That was 20 years ago, no? Yeah, man. That's back What was that, 80-something? 86? How old are you? 25. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you weren't even, like, anywhere even in the thought process yet. No. <laughs> I was just So, you, how old's your dad? 65. Oh, so he waited till 40, huh? Yeah. Man. Hey, my dad. My dad looks like he's in his early fifties. Well, that's good. Yeah. Goes to the gym every day. That's good. I made the mistake of looking at his phone the one time when he showed me a picture. I was just like, "Oh wow, I'm proud of you, Dad." <laughs> still got it. Still got it. Hey, I don't know. I'm like, I started when I was seventeen and. And finished when I was Aiden's ten, so I was forty, thirty-two when I had my last kid. And I can't imagine being—I don't know—having a kid now would be uh, just—I don't know. Can't I even... can't imagine having another kid right now. <laughs> I can't even imagine having a kid. Yeah. Well, you're still young. You yeah. still have time. You got a girlfriend? No. You gotta get a you gotta get a girlfriend first. No, no, no! Don't get a girlfriend. Because then that comes. That's then how I, babies happen. It, then I can't like well, get a wife. I guess <laughs> you gotta get a girlfriend to get a wife, though. Then I can't decide to like. I I have to be with that person. I don't want to do that yet. Well, then yeah. you're not ready. Yeah, you're not ready. Well, I mean, I do got a lot of love to give, but for the right person. I don't got no love to give no more. Hey, you do. <laughs> all the love has I been. I feel all the love. All the love has all been wrung out of me. I don't got no more love for the world. That's that's Let's be a US villain all day. Man. I don't think you got villain blood in you. Yeah, I don't know, man. I that was I was thinking the other day, and I was like, what circumstances could happen to make you take on like a villainous nature? And I was like. There's real things, though. There's real things. Sure. You can think of things in your head. You're like, okay, if this, this, and this were to happen, it's possible that I might be like a psychotic person. Yeah, but what qualifies that, though? Like, let's say, you know, like you're the Punisher, right? Somebody comes and kills your wife and kids. Are you and you go out and just literally destroy their whole family? Are you a villain? Villain, or are you just, <laughs> you know, what I mean, yes, like, but the, but that's the thing about villainy. Like that's why I, uh, like, I kind of like like the way like in comic book movies they approach villains. Now. Yeah, because at one point in time it was just like he's a villain, he's a bad guy, he just wants to see the world burn. He, you know, yeah. now it's like, oh, it's like his wife died and uh, somebody was kind of responsible for it. And now he's after them. But the good guy can't let him just get him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but realistically, if you, if you were that guy, you want to get that person, too. So then the good guy who was standing in your way would automatically become the villain. 
it's the like, villain doesn't think that the good guy is the good guy. That's the that's the main point. Like he thinks he is the villain in his way. Yeah. Did you ever see? Did you see the new Venom? No. You gotta I, see that one. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. I I do want to see that. It's it's like a different take on it. It's just it's. I think it was really good. Really, really good. And there's like that one. Uh, it's like the, the Keanu Reeves guy. What was he was in that one movie where he's just shooting up everybody because the dude, the Russian John dude. Wick. Yeah, the first John Wick. Right. I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I the first one. That. I gotta watch the whole first John Wick and then the second John. Wick. Yeah, you gotta watch and both now the of those. Third one is coming out. <laughs> oh, there's a third one coming. It's out? coming out soon. Oh, I'm oh, looking forward to that. Shit. John Wick. Because he killed his dog, man. John you know, Wick. so like he killed the whole family. I didn't even watch all that movie, and it was crazy. Yeah, I ain't watching the Keanu Reeves movie until Bill and Ted comes out. Oh, they're re- they're they're redoing that, right? No, they're not redoing it. Oh, it's they... gonna be about them. Yeah, his daughter's in it. Is he? I I didn't notice. Whose daughter's in it? Keanu Reeves. No, he don't have a daughter. No, I have no daughter. No, what? he's his wife died. It's actually a very sad story, but what? His, yeah, his wife died years ago. This is destroying. Oh yeah, do you know that he a lot of he gives all his people. money to like he donates most of his money to he rides the subway places like he's a like he's a really interesting like, humble guy. Guy, man. yeah. He is they humble. sacrificed it because he did the Matrix. That's maybe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, uh, there's all there's you never know. That ain't true. That ain't true. <laughs> Yeah, his According wife to died. Some people, there's a. Th- I guarantee you, if you're famous and you have a spouse or something that dies, there's somebody who got a conspiracy about it. Oh, 100 percent. There's a theory. Always. There's always. A theory. I mean, there's this theory why Robin Williams died. You know, like there's always a theory. There's you know somebody always knows, and actually they believe. And like I always try to remind people, belief and knowledge are not the same thing. No, essentially different. Listen, if you listen to me and Mike on Tuesday, Thursday, we still think John McCain's alive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) like, like you said, though, we have no proof. (laughs) You gotta find the proof. You need to go out with cameras. (laughs) Start searching for you. I seen seen something. I seen something on Facebook today. Apparently, Tupac is alive. Another one. I've seen Tupac. I've seen somebody's Tupac a lot. Uh, Tupac was alive like a couple months ago. No, this is recent. Oh, it's even more recent. Yeah. Well, we got. Where's McC- he at? He's probably on the same island we put McCain on. It's the island everybody goes to when Tupac they fake their went death. To Cuba. Yeah. That's, that yeah. was the. That was the thing. Tupac. Tupac's from Cuba, man. Like, he, he. You know, they can't kill him. I mean, people were trying to kill him, so like, you ever it that? would make sense to. Leave, so he wouldn't die. It would. <laughs> but you ever notice how nobody ever disputes whether or not Biggie Smalls is yeah. dead? Yeah, he's dead. No, but yeah, but, but nobody, what? nobody, there's no, there's no theories running around. Like Bro, he got oh, shot. That yeah. poor guy, he's just dead. Well, he's he dead got, for he sure. Got He'll shot probably, in he's his actually, car. he's the one that's still alive, actually. Yeah. And Tupac's actually dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, they did say he he got shot while he was leaving a nightclub. Like his car was just riddled with bullets, and the way well, those, Daddy's alive. The wasn't he sitting right next to him? No, no, that was uh, that was the big dude, the the guy that was always de- owned death row. No, oh. no, that that was that's 
That's Tupac Shug Knight. Was with him. Tupac yeah, Tupac was, was him. That's who I thought we were talking I about. Thought, I, don't, I thought Puff Daddy was with was with Notorious Big. I thought he was, but who knows? Suge Knight was the guy that was with Tupac yeah, when he, he died. Yeah, he, you know, he got grazed in the head. Yeah, you know that they that somebody owns that car and they're trying to sell it for like a million dollars. Somebody will buy it too. It, it's in like a collection. Tupac is some. Tupac is one of the closest things to a modern, like, um, somewhat religious figure. Like a martyr. He, he's a martyr. Like he, like he, his image is still very much alive in the world. Like his, and because his words were recorded, his spirit exists out. Like it surpassed the time he actually lived or what if the aliens just came down and took him home took him like, they're just pop, like you bro come, you gotta come you gotta to come the, home man like, you gotta come to you gotta come to yavin four yavin four <laughs> that's the star wars place that's vinzinulon seven vinzinulon seven where's that at uh, you think like star trek maybe like the soap opera for the aliens because they know it's true, so it's like yeah, it's like, like the soap, or like they're watching it. <laughs> like that's the soap. Like, they're just like these guys still think Tupac <laughs> is saying. alive. Yeah. <laughs> like oh man, they didn't even know. They're that. like sitting there eating popcorn with yeah. Tupac watching. Like, look at like, these guys about to do it. Dark <laughs> matter is literally two countries right beside them underground. If they would just dig right there, they'd figure it out. I think that's why people like um, the uh, that the Truman Show so much. Oh yeah, that's care. another good one. Because on some show. on some level, you kind of feel like, hey, what that if was there a is good, somebody? That was just, a good weird movie. It's just somebody just up here watch, just watching all of this, just like laughing their ass off. Just like this is hilarious. These people are so well. That's kind of like that. This yeah. is comedy. I mean, that'd be that would be. That's the best way to explain all of this. Absolutely, this is, this is, you gotta laugh at it all. Because if not, then you just cry. Yeah, true. You have to learn how to laugh. at I it. mean, laugh, dude. Whoever, if 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 it's a TV show, they are maniacal for watching the shit that goes down. Yeah. Without. Like if if they have any good intention in their whatever structural form, they would not just sit aside and watch something as gruesome as what we can do unfold. Maybe they just don't want to come here. Maybe they're like, "Them people are fucked up." Look, we're not even look, we're we're staying the heck away. Look from what them. we did to the Greys. We made it so that our air oxygen is poison to them. Do you think that's they, why they do the chemtrails? Like I like see I wonder like sometimes like the chemtrails is somewhat terraforming right is terraforming is it terraforming the 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 planet into a a point of where uh, an alien race could come down and like live here or are they trying to protect us in some way? That's the thing. Nobody ever will know. Yeah. How do you explain snow that you can set on fire? Yeah. That's a good question. How do you explain that? You that? I've I've tried that. No. I've d- I've tried it. That happened. Yeah, it's a thing. Last year, what was this? The when we had that big snowstorm. And People wait, were, what happened? You can pack <laughs> You could pack snow, light it. You could put a lighter to it, and it would literally start turning black and start smoking. Yeah. What the hell? What, what, what was, was like? <laughs> 
How do you explain that? But that's the thing. Like, people will see that and, like, we're having a conversation about it. But, like, like that should blow people's minds. And people are like, just let it go. Yeah. That's because they don't have a choice. No, well, a lot of people forgot about it by now. Well, I'm sure, yeah. But, like. I think anybody who's trying to live a knowledgeable life, somewhat of a spiritual path or some sort of quest, when things like that happen, they have no reason. Like, they have to be alarmed because you're like, oh, what the hell is this? But to people who have no kind of inclination like that, they don't even realize it. That's funny. (laughs) It's like, oh. Smoking snowball. (laughs) Yeah. You never guess what I saw. You know, it's like, yeah, we're. Oh man, you must have been stoned or drunk when people you saw that. People just act like when strange stuff happens, it's not happening. And that's what I mean. It's like people really feel like they understand what's going on here, and you don't. No, not even the people who are paid the most money to figure out exactly what's going on here understand what's going on here. Nobody knows what's going on here. You have little tidbits of information from time to time, but. You think there's somebody, I think there's, there has to be somebody at, like, the very tippy top. Like, there's a few people in a small circle that, like, uh, it's like that movie. Did you ever see the movie, V for Vendetta? Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's, like, that, they, they always show the little the small group that are on the screens. And then mm. there's that one guy. Like, there's that little group of people that just, like, know at the top and they're, like, I don't know, like hiding the or like storing information that we have no clue of what's, you know, uh, I guess down the road that we could find out or I don't know. That's I, why I think that the, that the earth has to have some sort of a cosmic identity, like that it means something to someone out in space. Yeah. Like, because I mean, it wouldn't be the way it is. It wouldn't not. make sense. It wouldn't make sense for the most expansive area of our existence to just have no communication with that. I mean, it's like it's like if you walked outside of your house and it's just like, oh, there's nobody around. Like, well, like I don't really tell a lot of people, but I I used to have a buddy that got me the job where we work at, and. We had a time where we both sat down and meditated uh, completely sober. And the intention was to be able to create personal spaces within each other's consciousness that when we are away from each other, we could telepathically communicate. And it actually fucking worked. I don't know how to describe it, but like it was a thing. I wasn't even in the same room as he was. We, I, I called him and we talked about it and I started explaining things about like stuff that he set up and like we did like rooms and stuff and like certain chairs and posters and like then he did it with me and I was just like no shit like. Well sure I think like you think about like twins that's right? That's crazy people that have twins like twin brothers and sisters like they're always connected in some way you know so it's probably like a that is probably a their brother and sister it's just a small portion of what we can do we just don't realize it yeah you know now imagine if we can hone that skill right if we could hone it it would be awesome (laughs) in order to to hone it or for large amounts of people to hone it the establishment will have to admit that it exists. Right. 
And that is maybe the scariest concept for that because it's like once people's minds are free and they really start to understand that like, I don't know, like your mind and your vibration, like it seriously is like hands in a way because it's like you mold time and space with your mind and your vibration. Like you can make a situation into a particular situation just by being in a particular frame of mind as opposed to being in another one. And you can actually make it a thing by physically moving to it in the third dimension. Yeah, that's all you and you can yeah, like you say you can actually making your get dreams there. a reality. So this thing you know, our minds the power of them are th- that is like the biggest that has to be like the biggest kept secret the the secret of unlocking your mind's true potential yeah, that's why you they kind of have to lock people down or else you won't have it's gonna yeah it's gonna people. the people in power are gonna be like well we can't have you using your brain that would explain the cluttering of the brain with all the information the flooding of information right yeah i mean fluoride no, fluoride like too. that you know, Ooh. fluoride specifically calcifies the pineal gland and makes it so that our intuition is blocked and we can't go with our, our we can't go with our gut feeling no more because we can't even feel it. Now, like I rarely use fluoride. I The only time I use it is when I take a shower and I try to use less time in the shower as possible. But I've never been wrong when I use my intuition. Always was right. Well, we have, do you have like, how do you, what water do you drink? Um, Deer Park. All right. Well, we have like reverse osmosis system. That's. We just got one of them at work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have one of those. Dude, there is nothing in that water. Nothing. No, like, you know how like sometimes water, you can see the minerals. Nothing. No specks. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah, that's how they advertised it. No crisp, specks in your water. Crystal clear. I'm just that. I mean, I, I don't know about that though. Uh, I mean, you know, you're still getting water from wherever it's coming from. You know, true. So you don't know, but I mean, I like water from oh, and with and with the whole and the Deer the Park whole, water. We don't know where that water is coming from. No, it could park. be coming. It could be coming <laughs> yeah. out of a Deer Park, but also like uh, <laughs> it says right there <laughs> with water with with water holding information too. Like uh, when it moves through our pipes, like our systems, our faucet systems, it, like yeah. they're free flowing water is an actual thing. It. Uh, has an energy it does have an energy and when you consume that it's a lot healthier for the body right but like it was like scientifically proven that like certain angles and degrees that water travels at distorts the molecular structure of the water which like uh changes the energy of the water it like makes it chaotic so like human consumption of that water it would be like you're you're not really consuming healthy water like we can have free-flowing water that we can put like a a quartz crystal in it for like uh good energy consumption and like that's all healthy and stuff but like i don't know mike gave me some rocks to put in the we put some i don't know he gave me some rocks that are like 
supposed to like give it energy. Uh, like were they crystals? No, they weren't crystals. They're just like to me they just look like rocks but you know what i mean like he's like just put put these in there and like so we have a container we fill up and they're in the bottom there and you know i trust you know i don't he explained it to me i can't remember though but it had something to do with energy yeah it goes with like, your your intentions and your energy he said put them out in the sun every once in a while or like absor- yeah it charges them yeah yeah moonlight also charges them too also you can charge them. You can sit down with them. Like if you're watching TV, you mm-hmm. can sit with them and just like be with them and you're doing your thing. I used to do that. Like uh, I'll just take them like in the car with me and stuff and just like have them around. But even th- something like that, though, like that's still one of those things where it's like there's a whole bunch of people who say that that stuff is perfectly real and possible. And then there's an entire community of people who be like, that is foolishness. Right. Like you, they, I can tell like, you it's you, real. I Yeah, but these people, I, I think these people sometimes, like, I think that they want to, like, they just want to disprove something sometimes. Like, they just, they want to disprove things to people. Like, you really can't dis- disprove a giant cluster of mineral just chilling on your forehead and then all of a sudden once you feel like you resonated with that object it starts shaking and vibrating and people that are sitting around you you can actually hear them say holy shit like he's connecting with that stone because you can physically see it move and you can feel it vibrating it starts to vibrate at your frequency so like i've actually felt that that's an actual thing that's crazy i think sometimes people don't want to admit to stuff because then they realize that everything they their whole life they based on is now wrong well yeah Yeah. i guess that's that's a hard thing that's a hard thing to admit you know what i mean it is for anybody you know imagine like 40 years old or 50 years old you thought one way the whole time and then you try and you can't it's hard to open yourself to the fact that you could live 50 years of your life the wrong you know or the wrong way or not the wrong way but you could have thought differently mm-hmm. you know that's a tough thing to admit to yourself you ever catch yourself doing something that you know you've been doing for a long time but it is just a complete improper way to actually do something like you'd be like you know i know that this is kind of like i know it's wrong but it's the way i do it you know what i mean like People get caught in those in the in cycles. Yeah, you get caught in cycles of thought. It's easy. It's hard to break those habits and those cycles sometimes. Yeah, work used to do that to me. Like I get caught in the cycle of just going to work, and then I would forget that actually I should be trying to like improve the situation as opposed to just letting it be what it was and continuing <laughs> like. I should be actively trying to make it a better situation. I think that that's easy though, because like you, it's set up to be that way. You know, it's like you go forty hours. Everybody goes forty hours. You wake up at the same time. You leave at the same time. You know. I want to make a nonprofit against the forty-hour work week. That's how. Hey. That's how I want. I want. I want a group to say, "Look, this is forty-hour work week is one of the most." Not to say that I know other places that's relatively 
you know, some people are working a lot longer. But in my experience of it, it just does like it doesn't really like. There's plenty of studies to prove that it, it doesn't work well for people. No, that like really they say you're more productive. Your most productive day is if you work for six hours. I believe that. So like. Because once you get to a certain point, you're you're being non-productive. That's what I feel like towards the end of the day. That last hour that right. we have, I'm just like, and it's and the first hour you're there, right? You know what I mean. So you think about it. It's an eight-hour day, really. There's six hours in between. But no matter what, even if you went to six hours, you're still gonna get there. There's still gonna be the first hour, and you're still gonna. You know what I mean? That's why I got my crack for the morning. Can you imagine how happy people would be if you only had to work like two hours a day? Well, sure. If there was like this rotating schedule. I better thing. be getting paid for those two hours. Like exactly. Heavy. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's like a hundred dollars an hour. That's the thing. They don't. That's the thing. They they, they still treat money and wealth like it's like it's scarce, and. Because of that, they pay people shitty. Well, until you, <laughs> you know what I mean, like they make you work longer, and then they'll be like, "All right, well, I guess you have to live, so I'll give you, I'll give you this amount right here." Well, that'll, yeah. that'll never change until you stop having a debt-based system. That's what I mean. This you know, it's just thing. not it's your just gun. Like, you know, debt, if debt is really slavery, like I didn't always understand that concept, but. It is. It's an enslavement of a certain kind. You know, you make the you make somebody that people literally live at work. Like I can't even imagine like that concept. Like I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't, can't. I can't. That blows my Eric mind. Eric lives at work. Yeah, yeah, dude. We have a guy that lives at work. Cause yeah, with a know. wife and kid. Yes, like I mean, like in your situation, you're younger. I you don't do have it. any kids. I could almost like you try. I I could almost justify it then, but once you like involved, like you have a wife, at that point, like I'm like I want to go home and see my. Wife. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be nothing Being, against people around me, but like listen, I married her for a reason. And I'm trying to go home. You know what I mean? That's that's what I mean. It's like <sighs> when I'm there in the morning, the first my first thoughts. I'll, uh, I it's always hard for me to detach from my family in the morning. Yeah, because it's like my daughter is always like laying on me, and my wife is like, you know, sleeping there, and then I'm just like, all right, well, time to depart, and you know, I go to work, and when I get there, I still, you know, I just think about my family a lot. You know, I'm always thinking about them, and I'm thinking about the moments that I'm missing, like. I'm thinking about the fact that those moments are finite and that uh, you can't uh, reconstruct the memory. <laughs> like, you can't... Can't get it back. You can't get any of this time back. And, you know, we time is the real currency here. Yes. I mean, you, when you're working 40 hours a week, you have a real good chance of missing a first step, or especially if you have multiple kids, yeah. missing a first step or missing a first word or something, you know? And if you do it long enough, like, now my kids, like, sometimes, like, I, I, some days I come home 
and I really do just feel like, oh yeah, I'm that guy who come who goes to work and he comes home and, and like he's here for a little while, but mainly you know it's my mom and and that's a real existence for a father. Like <laughs> I remember on the show, uh, F is for family. Um, yeah, that show is crazy. Yeah. In a, on F is for family. <laughs> I remember his wife, like, to do that, he has, like, three kids, and, like, his wife was going to, like, go to the store. And, like, he was so offended. He's like, you're going to leave me here with these animals? Like, <laughs> he's like, but the reality of that is, is, like, the sad truth is, is that, like, that has been the role. <clears throat> the role is go out in the world, be the male breadwinner, and have a reasonably low, uh, I don't know, rep like like relationship with your kids. Like that's that's the status. Like the status quo is, um, you were a good father if you removed yourself long enough in the days to pay bills and to not actually engage your children emotionally or anything like that's what i think people feel like is a good father in this day and that is you know to me a lot of this stuff is just unacceptable like i um that's why i think one day i'll find a remedy to it because it doesn't make sense to me and Go find a good patch. I just, uh, I just, uh, I don't know. I just like, I, you know, I like being around my family. I like, uh, you know, being with my kids and being able to, uh, you know, teach them things. And, you know, I imagine there was, for most of human existence, you know, people, when a, a person was, you know, when their kid wanted to see him, you know, they're like, oh, well, your dad's down at the river. <laughs> your, your dad's over there, you know what I mean? Like, not, oh, your dad's locked up in this filthy, <laughs> filthy warehouse thing, getting fucking diseases, Dirty. fucking uh, breathing in, breathing metal. in bullshit, you know. Like, I don't know. It's just an entire, like, it, it is a whole situation. You see, it like, is. in the caveman days where, like, maybe you, like, as you were a little kid, you went with your dad and did all these things because yeah. that was how it worked. You know what I mean? It's almost like. So that you learned how to do them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you were you were together because yeah. that connection. You had to. You had to be together. You had to learn learn how to do that to survive. I've watched the disconnect between me and my dad, and I think that that largely had a lot to do with it. Just like the fact that, like, I would never say that I didn't appreciate the fact that you know he did what he had to do to provide and all that stuff. And that's that, like I said, that you get all the kudos in the world, but at the same time, these things have repercussions. And the repercussions, I think, of being um, the consummate father, husband, um, eventually, like, you're asked to be things that take away from your ability to be 
the kind of dad or the kind of husband that you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's very interesting. It's all, it's all a big sham. It's all a big game. This is true. It's a game, I tell you. It's a game, and we should just play it as well as we can. There is always the restart button. It's a, it's a game, but we have to... I think how we win is by understanding the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And taking advantage... Understanding that there's a game being played, and then taking advantage... And that that's inevitable. And, and taking advantage of that for for our own you know right. to to move forward yeah i mean that's true you yeah. know because like that like when i talk about cryptocurrencies like i understand the game that's being played and i'm my effort with that is to take advantage of the games being played you know what i mean and and, and maybe i'm wrong about it but I, you know you have to at some point try and i think this is kind of like it's for it for whatever reason it found me and I found it. Yeah, so, you know, it's a good thing. I mean, because you've been able to spread knowledge about that kind of, uh, you know, I had never talked to anybody who was really talking about cryptocurrencies and yeah, stuff. We, so. if we can do that, man, and not have to uh, use use Break other that. currency, then like could go anywhere in the galaxy. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a step in the right direction. Oh, Elon. Yes. Some charter flight to Mars. Two blitz chips. Cliff, Cliff High thinks we're going to have a intergalactic web. He thinks there's already an intergalactic web. We just haven't connected to it yet. The dark web? No, no, no. Intergalactic web. Like, uh, through the universe, like, with other species and stuff, and, like... That's like what I mean. I think we're part of something like that. Yeah, and we just haven't... We don't have the technology or the ideas to connect it to yet. Or they just won't oh, we're reveal also that. Or that, too. We're yeah. also very closed-minded. We're not... Yeah. Well, yeah. Think about the, the intelligence of... How many people you know that are highly intelligent but are closed-minded? Imagine if they would just open their mind to things they could create or or do or think of or, you know, whatever. I mean, that's endless possibilities. Yes, hundred percent. You know, so I think, I think the people that maybe are less intelligent but that are more open minded that they have such an advantage to that person because they're closed minded. Like I can't think of, I can't imagine a person. Like I have a hard time relate, very hard time relating to anybody that doesn't think there's even a possibility of something being out there. Yeah, if you don't think that aliens is even a possibility, then that lets that lets me see. <laughs> yeah, you saw my you saw my spikes. My spikes were little. <laughs> they weren't even spikes. They were just bumps. <laughs> it was flat. You were flatlined. I was flatlined, but uh. Damn, I don't know what I was going to say. You were talking about people not acknowledging. Oh, if you don't acknowledge that it's even a remote possibility that there's, like, other life in the universe. Like, I personally, and I've said this on many occasions, I think that that is the most ignorant thought that a human being can have. Like, it's the it's the most ignorant uh, thought that I can think of to look at the biggest part of what you see and say that there's nothing that exists inside of it that is that's 
that is a certain level of lunacy right there. Like you, that's a different type of crazy, because it it literally goes against everything you know about the nature of your experience. When you goes, you know, it's the same as if you like lived on a prairie, and there was nothing else around. It's just like your cabin or whatever. And then you walked outside, and you looked out at all of the prairie, and like looking at like all this grass, and you're like, hmm, I bet there ain't nothing out there. That's is the equivalent of it. But it's, yes, it's there ain't nothing out there. That doesn't even make sense. No, but doesn't. yet they'll 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 the same person may be a religious person that believes in a um, fictional character. Is gonna send them to somewhere where they're gonna really live the rest of their life, in you know, happy go lucky whatever you know, pearly gates. And that's not even true because heaven does not sound like the spot to be. Yeah, no, it, it never sound. It never like the, it can never. What is so enticing about singing, like, sing the praises of the Lord forever? Like you just that's. That sounds like some slavery. I mean, I, I'm leaving. I can. Can I at least go to the bathroom? <laughs> like, what do I get to eat? No, I just sing forever. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, on golden streets. In apparently, mansions? somewhere in the Bible, it said that Jesus gave the okay for people to kill in in His name, or God gave the people they could kill in His name. Like, who does that? Well, you could be a serial killer for forty years. Who does that? God is a serial. God is not. A, he, God is a. God, the God of the Bible is at least on Hitler level. Like my God is a jealous God. Like I've found through my experiences, jealous people like can be really mean sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. they can be mean like rude and like they could do very hurtful things that could end up being like really bad so like the word jealousy and isn't isn't jealousy a sin first of all Uh. jealousy how can how can something that is everything be jealous that's the number one question that's what i'm saying that yeah like and like you said yeah it's a sin but that's 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 sin. i guess sin is for like mortal things but let's, uh, if you look at it from the standpoint of like, okay, jealousy is a thing that comes from a lack of something. But if you're all things, you don't lack anything because you are God. You you are the uh, creator of all yeah, things. Yeah, and if you created mankind and know that they are the way they are, so you shouldn't be jealous for them not questioning your existence if you do exist because you already know that what you created is a very curious species. So, like, why would you be jealous? It's just contradicting. I don't get it. How about that one that painting in that one in one of those episodes where they show the 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 two the god god and his and his son or whatever it is, and then the, and above it is the pyramid. I don't remember. Yeah, that. I don't remember that. That was like the what do they call that? The Italian fresco. Italian fresco. Yeah, that on the one episode and the one. And it, like it's you can see a pyramid, and then on the other one you could see oh, now I forget what it was, and then Wait. in the middle is the is the bird above them. I think I think I know what you're talking about. 
There's also one where I think it was God and someone else. <clears throat> it looked like they were painting, but it was a, uh, the black, what is that? The, the black Madonna. No, the black, the, the first satellite. Black, black, oh, black, black night, night satellite. The yeah, black, black night, night satellite. Oh, I'm talking about the black Madonna. It, it was, <laughs> you ever see that? It was, <laughs> really old. It was an old, it's a very, very old cathedral type painting on a ceiling, and it's supposed to be like a God and Jesus. Oh, yeah, the one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And it looks like a paint, like paintbrush yep. and a paint thing, but yep. like it resembles the Black Knight satellite. He's really good at like. <laughs> He's really good at like setting like your attention and stuff. And, like, yeah. it's like. <laughs> But upon more of a glance, you will see. <laughs> see, the, see the light, my children. <laughs> see the truth that has been hidden from your eyes for, for millennia. <laughs> and then they'll hit you with something. Is that a satellite Jesus is holding? <laughs> it's like, man, I... Jesus was a time traveler. Like I've also oh, was read in a couple <laughs> things that the peer, uh, you can, there's people that can have matching DNA that's on the pyramids, and whenever someone who has matching DNA on the pyramids touches the pyramids, they like gain access to thousands of years worth of information. Like that's an actual thing. Like not just this guy who made the videos. That we're talking about has experienced that, but like numerous other people have experienced that, and it's been written down for thousands of years that people have been touching the pyramids and accessing ancient knowledge through man. I, I connecting. Want, I want to see that stuff. I want, like I want to see those people because I always like I was always wondering if that like I I was pretty sure he wasn't saying that it was just him. No, 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 it's not just him. Yeah, that's our next interview. What? <laughs> There's one of those people who touched the oh, pyramid. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, all right. So yeah. you touched the pyramid. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What did yeah. you see? Who talked to you? Did you get to talk to Thoth? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, that's one on my uh, where I want to go list for sure. Sometime in my lifetime, the pyramids and the down go visit the Mayan, all that stuff. I'm trying to go to Tibet. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Just they forget do. cell phones, forget rice and beans, forget chicken, and just... That dude I was talking about, Billy Carson, he went to the Nazca Lines. He went where? He went to the Nazca Lines. What's that? Um, That's like those... It's in South America where they're like these huge like oh. lines and they're drawn like different animals and things and you can only see it from the air. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in the. It's, it's like some ancient alien stuff. Like they were always talking about. Well, it. he was talking about that too, with a spider. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. spider. That's, that's, that's the how lines. that's how our yeah. galaxies are with the eight legs. Yeah, Nazca lines. Yeah, supposedly he found some new ones. And, uh, but like, how does that happen? Huh? Like, how is that? Like, like if you think about, it, that's like kind of a crazy. It's like mapping. It only, I think. I think it's happening because the, the all right, the evident thing. If we were looking at this evidently, we would say, "Oh, 
a long time ago, there's people who had stuff that could fly. But right. because we don't see evidence of that, because we don't see, like, these physical machines and things like that. It's all just speculations. People just like, oh, well, there, there's no, then they must have found a different way. I'm like, we really don't know what was going on here. We don't know if there was, it seems that people were flying around. Somebody was flying around in the ancient past. Because too many people said that it was happening. For it to just be a massive lie that people were just passing that, passing down, talking about oh, you know, some star people. Like, no, something was going on. But I also know that this world is really good at concealing certain truths. So, I mean, you don't know, man. You don't know what they could have found something a hundred and some years ago, some sort of ship, and they're like, well, we can't let the people see this. And just confiscate that thing. Yeah. And put it in some cellar and you'll never see it. And all, that, all that information on that ship just they reverse engineer it. That's, I mean not even not even like an alien thing, but like even if people like even if people had the ability to do it. Like, oh yeah. If people had the ability to do it, even if the Egyptians had the ability to do something like that and they didn't want that information out, then they it, I'm it's pretty easy, I think, in this world to suppress knowledge. Like, you can... All you gotta do is tell a couple elaborate lies and you'll get people to start believing them. It does... We live in, like, uh, I guess what they call the Church of Progress. We live in a time that can never admit for a second that it's possible that we're as a civilization are in a uh, state of degradation like we believe the, the the story here is we're getting better and that's why things are the way they are things are getting better it they don't want people to entertain the idea that you might actually be living through the decline of something because all I know is that them pyramids and all that stuff is still standing today. And all these buildings that are standing now won't be standing in that long. This so, is true. So something, so, somebody did something to last. And somebody made something to be around for a little bit. And then plastic or something. And then like, yeah. all of these little, all these things are not meant to last. They're just meant to occupy a certain time. In order to occupy time. Yeah, I mean, it seems like... I'm sure there's some stuff that we built that will last the test of time. So it's very possible that like each civilization gets to a certain point, like maybe we're at, where we're degrading, right? But and I don't even know what. I don't even know what is standing in this civilization that, we, that this civilization has built that will have that type of permanence. To just like, exi- like, you know what I mean? Like these things were covered in sand. Yeah, that's how long that they were. <laughs> they were just there in the desert for so long. They were covered in sand when the, the first time anybody had come across them in the modern world. So that's that's a long time. Yeah, like, but I mean, what like the Statue of Liberty? It's gonna be <laughs> just like underwater. Yeah, that was... Or frozen. All I know... 
all I know is that, uh, you know, there's just it's too many cycles going on. There's just things going on that are outside of most people's ability to understand what's going on. And you kind of have to be all right with that at the end of the day because you can't get it all. <laughs> you cannot get it all. There's too much to take in. But, I mean, that's why I'm thankful for people like you guys because... I'm I mean, thankful for you. Yeah, I mean, we 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 actually entertain these ideas, even though you we know we for bringing me. Oh, I'm glad you can. Yeah, yeah, man. We uh we had a where are we up in that three hours type three yeah. hour twenty minutes. But yeah, man. Yeah, it goes quick. Before you know it, it goes quick. I'm just saying, I'm past my bedtime. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, some nights I'm up this late. Yeah, every once in a while. I don't know. You're a working man now. Oh, uh, yeah. You're a working man. Even yeah, but I'm still weekends. playing basketball. See, I, I I, told him I have to be late on Tuesday Thursday because I ain't giving up basketball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that means on Monday night, I still won't be able to go to sleep till like 2 a.m. because I never can the night before basketball. Oh, no. See, that's why I never go. Yeah, hype. I'm, like, I'll, I'll be... Uh, it's not a good anticipation. This is an anticipation like, oh, I got to get up. I have that anticipation like every every day, though. Well, I don't like, know. I wake up like before my alarm clock. Same here. But then like I'm like dreading it. And I'm just like kind of like trying to lay there and trying to catch the... <laughs> Catch the ambiance of sleep. My room, <laughs> you know, like, even though I'm not really asleep, I'm just trying to catch like my the roommate's results. alarm clock goes off at uh five o'clock in the morning, and he doesn't wake up until six fifteen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it goes off the whole time, and his room is like on the other side, and the way my head is, it's like. Right here next to the to the vent where his alarm clock just so happens to be. So whenever that thing goes off, 5 o'clock in the morning to 5.30. And then uh, from like 5.40 to the time he wakes up. Mm. He'll get up once and turn it off and then I get like 10-15 minutes as a break. That's... I get up at five, five on Tuesday and Thursday morning to play basketball. That's the only time I'm trying to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> I ain't trying to ever get up that early. I'm not a morning person. I do say today. I woke up and I just like, I waited and I just, I hit the wall and I was just like, oh. And he heard me and turned it off and I was just like, I hope I didn't sound like a dick, but like. Couldn't help it. I don't uh, like waking up early. I don't like having roommates. <laughs> I mean, I love I love people, and I, I it's, it's just people are messy. This is true. And some people are just closed minded. This is it. true. That's yeah. the only two issues I really have. Imagine the chaos if like one alien just dropped out of nowhere and landed and started walking around just like. Like it was nothing. I would make him my best friend. You would. I'd try. But there would be some people that would be having some trouble. 
Imagine the religious people that cannot even. Like, well, yeah, you know, they, and they, they would, that's that's why they're not here because they know damn well. Like, I have a feeling, just like I said, how like we might be, we are the worst <clears throat> race of humans, and we might actually like make this planet not a planet anymore. Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> That happens sometimes Darn on it. this show. Oh yeah, yeah. They they might they they're gonna come down and like we're they're gonna take us back, man. We're we're gonna learn some stuff and like they they know that we are gonna be like aliens are invading Earth. We must shoot rockets at them, especially if Trump does it. Like if it, when they especially if they do it while Trump's in office, he'll be like, you don't have no control any of that crap. Or shoot the aliens, whatever. They they all know it's going to happen. They know how we are. That's why they don't walk the he's, earth. He's just the bobblehead at the game you get right now. Well, not all of Some of the alien races that are trying to help us don't want to come here because they know how we are. Well, I mean. We'll destroy them. Yeah. It's, without I mean, even realizing what we're doing. Unfortunately. Too many buttons to push that could start off too many really bad things that's true you don't want to piss off another species from another he goes missing for like 20 years and you completely forget and then just an armada of like ufos just come out of nowhere with a star destroyer and they're just like we're back for revenge all right well i think it's time yeah that was fun Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank, thank you very you, much. Thank you for having me. No, it no, was fun. I've been wait. I was excited. I told him like for about two weeks. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, he's ready because he, you know, he got to touch on some of that more out there stuff. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, for all the listeners, as always, we want to thank you for uh, just just coming and kicking it with us one more time. And uh, I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's his. That's his. Uh, and if you need a hug, I will metaphorically give you a hug. He, he'll give you a hug. You know. Tried to give like, a guy at work a hug today. Yeah. He, he he called me gay. I yeah. was just like, oh, okay. He said the, the, he, he was having he, a rough I time. I think he said he's not that gay. Uh, I and thought he we, called me gay. We then we we had just had a talk yesterday about how how many things guys shy away from in fear of looking gay right right and i told him that there was this guy i knew and he didn't wash his ass because he said it was gay to wash your ass hey that's nasty (laughs) what he said washing your ass is gay so if you're and one of these males out here with that big of a complex about wash your looking ass. gay, please wash your ass and and just you know don't be so shallow. It's so it's just it's shallow. Yeah, and love one another. Love each other. Be good to yourself. Giving hugs is not gay. It's not gay, and yeah, that's. It's, it's, I mean that's that's our main message. Giving hugs is to a man hugging another man is not gay. No, for sure. Especially if they look like they're going through some shit. And even if they are gay people hugging, 
That's cool too. I'll hug yes. a gay guy with some space in between us. Oh but... no, he's opening <laughs> up Pandora's box. Well, you know, it, it's that thing that all it's guys. It's the space at the bottom region. It's well, like I'll give you a hug up here. But you're assuming that every gay guy wants every dude. You know no, I mean? no, that's, it's that's it's the thing. It's just my it's just oh, my own no. thing. I do. I do it with women too, especially with. Well, you women. can't hug women now. Listen, es- yeah, I know. Especially <laughs> you get with in trouble. Especially that with no with women, women that have boyfriends, you give. I give them a hug, and I'm just like, you know, I'm. I'll give you the top hug just in case, you know, like you move your leg and like top hug. You're better with the metaphorical hug. Then you can't get in trouble. Air hugs. Their air hugs are like, good. Like, listen, you want a hug? Just I just gave you one. No more air. Point at him and do a hug motion. We're no longer going to have air guitar contest. We're going to have air hug contest now. All right, people, we're going to get out of here because we're rambling because we're all tired and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So for all you people out there, for part of you millions and millions, um, th- like I said, thanks for checking us out one more time. Man. Hell uh, yeah. We'll be back uh, in not too long. Next week, I think we have. Next uh, week, we we do. We do have an interview. Yes. So, and remember to subscribe and like. Yeah, do that. Please. Peace and love. Later. Later on, folks.